Jack is the place to be. <laughs> And welcome to Map of Madness, Ramjack, and the Cartographer's Portrait. Hello everyone, I am Alex, and joining me today in the Ramjack studio is Brad. Hello, citizens! Hello! Guys, it is July, and yes, we are going to be talking about a Christmas special. It's Christmas in July! Oh my god! Happy holidays! Happy holidays! Brad, did you enjoy your 4th of July? You know what? Uh, it was kind of fucking garbage, but we'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> oh, oh. It's kind of okay. the worst 4th of July. Worst fucking 4th of July. I know we'll talk about it in a second, but I don't think there was so much enthusiasm for this uh, July 4th, this Independence Day. Oh, really? You heard about the whole NPR thing and uh, <laughs> some Donald Trump supporters not realizing they were tweeting the Declaration of Independence. Oh, yeah. And they thought it was NPR's call for revolt. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, And other Trump news just off the bat, and we're not going to talk about Trump all podcast, so don't worry about it, guys. Um, Did you hear about how his team is frustrated that he won't read any of his prep for when he meets Putin? So they're um, bringing, they're like basically summarizing everything into tweet-like bits for him just to read. Of a sheet, which is fucking ridiculous. He is a fucking child. It's insane. It's absolutely fucking insane. It's nuts. We live in a crazy world, friends. We live in a crazy world, but let's escape from that crazy world into a happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> Alex, talking about holidays, um, how was White Wasp Island? White Wasp Island. Um, it was interesting. It was fun this time. It was, uh, we, we hadn't been back in, I think it's been two years. This is, it's been a while. Um, uh, it was more diverse. What? Saw less alligators. They had gotten rid of some of the wildlife in the nature center. They got Mainly rid poisonous of some snakes. Of well, yeah, but there were some super poisonous snakes. Oh. I don't know the story behind it. Um, they still have the baby alligators and they're precious. But I didn't see a single alligator, and I didn't see a bobcat this time. Oh. Did see a lot of wasps, though. Okay. All <laughs> right. Infested with wasps. They're everywhere. Hmm. Hmm. I also saw some gross palomino bugs. I'm Ugh. pronouncing that wrong, but basically, yeah, giant cockroaches. They had them in Key West when I was a kid, yeah. and I don't, I don't remember them, but my mother's told me many stories where I hated them, and she hated them as well. As you should. That was kind of gross. We couldn't find something, but we did find two dead uh, giant cockroaches underneath one of the beds for the kids, and that was disgusting. That's besides the point. We stayed in a fairly nice, it's super outdated, but just a nice beach house. Um, About 13 people between my wife and her siblings and all of their family. Um, Half of those were kids. It was fun times. Nice. Um, So Vera, I wasn't there when she first went to the beach. I had to trail behind at the beach house for some reason. I can't remember why. But she apparently hated her first trip to the beach. I like this kid already. Went out in the sun, like squinted her eyes, was like, ah. The wind was up that day. And when they put her in the water, she just just freaked out. She was like, ah. (laughs) So they had to like pick her up, put her back in her stroller. Like, okay, okay, let's let's go back. Nice. This, this This kid's got a good head on her shoulders. 
She really does. She really does. And she has a, I mean, I've mentioned it before. She's got it's a strong head strong, on her shoulders. Strong, good head. <laughs> but she's also got really strong leg muscle, muscles. She's been planking, Whoa. more or less, where she'll like, uh, yeah, like she'll do tummy time and like whoop, kind of weird. But she'll also lay on her back and like constantly like point her toes and like do like little mini baby crunches. <laughs> I guess all babies do this, but it's adorable when she does it because she's like smiling, just doing little crunches. Nice. Um, She almost, almost by herself completely rolled over today, which she's rolled over before, but it, she's like been grabbing onto things. This one, she almost did it herself. Um, she just needed to hold on to a little frog doll to finish, but less so than other times. Nice. But anyway, yeah, so later on in the week, she acclimated to the beach and she was fine with it. There's pictures of her I have on Instagram where she's just got her little toes in the water, like in the surf, just looking at me. Something that she had started, she did start doing, which was kind of weird, is, again, strong neck muscles. Anytime I hold her, sometimes I'll hold her like facing out. So that she can look and see the world. She's a very curious little baby. She's always looking at stuff, grabbing things. Um, but she started to like move her head and then like lean back and look up at whoever's holding her, which is like a new thing for her. So on the trip, I was saying something and like out of nowhere, she like stopped. She like rolled over a little bit and then moved her head and looked up at me like, oh, this whole time. My father's been holding me. I thought I was just suspended in the air or something. There's a person holding. This makes sense. That's a person I could slap right there. Uh, yeah. Is she, I don't know. I'm a little bit out of reach right now. <laughs> There's a good uh, foot between her and me uh, when I hold her. I'm just a tall person. But I don't know. With those little baby crunches, those, she uh, she get could ready. get in slapping distance pretty quick. Gotta get in slapping distance. Gotta get there. Gotta get there. I will know when she gets older and she becomes curious about, like, what is dad doing in the basement? Who is Brad? <laughs> uh, all these people he talks about. I don't understand. Jonathan? Like, Kenny and Dan? I don't... Okay. Like, who are these people? And and the then ones he'll... encouraging you to slap. Oh, yeah. I'll know when she's listened to the podcast and how far she's gotten <laughs> when she comes up to me and just slaps me in the face. Oh, it'd be so great. It'd be so It'll great. Be... It'll be adorable. And she'll definitely get it on video or whatever we have at that point. It should be like 14. Um, um, like, hey, uh, for some reason I listened to a really old podcast that you weren't on. Um, and they told me to slap you. So here goes. Um, by the way, you get away with you. That's a free one. You get to do that. Whenever you listen to this, you get to slap him. Honey, yeah, because I'm, I'm talking directly to Vera now in the future. Trust, yes. You can come up. and uh, Dad's okay with that. Yes! <laughs> It'll be funny. Well, I'll have a big laugh. Let me make it a gentle slap. Maybe not so hard, but we'll see. You know? Go for it. You feel? Full out. Go full out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell her to... I'm going to give her this file uh, when she turns 16. <laughs> Dude, I, I really do wish I had the equivalent of our podcasts, but from my parents. Like, I really wish oh, I how knew... How crazy would that be? That would be crazy, but it'd be awesome, right? There's oh, yeah. so many secrets that my parents have about their childhood that they'll kind of dance around, but they never come out and say anything. Oh, yeah. I would love to know about it. Like that one time my father had a uh, crazy graduation party, and um, he wasn't at his at my grandparents' his parents' house when they came back the next day. But there were like 13 other like kids just passed out drunk. <laughs> And the TV antenna that was on the roof had been knocked off the roof, and there was a kid sleeping on top of it. Like, they wrote it down. Wow. I would love to know more about that night. Where's my podcast from my father? 
Veer, yeah. you have this. You have this. You have You're it. hearing it's all, all about Kiowa, aka Wasp Island, right now. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I, I do it for her. I do it for the listeners, <laughs> but I do it for her and Joey mostly. <laughs> oh. I have a I have random stories from the island and then just random stuff I've seen recently. Go for it. Uh, so this is actually post island, but as we were leaving the island, we left pretty early in the morning. It was like at seven forty five a.m. We had rented an SUV and we had driven from uh, the airport in uh, Charlotte. Charlotte's in North Carolina, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Charlotte, North Carolina. So from there, it's only like about a two and a half hour drive. Um, far less than the 13 or 14 it would have been by car from Cincinnati. Whatever. So we're on our way. It's super early. And the only thing on the radio, um, because we haven't synced our phones to the car, is morning shock jock talk, Brad. Ugh. Brad? Hey, Brad? Ugh. Good morning with Ramjack. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, doing great. Pretty great in the morning. Hey, uh, uh, weather on the fives. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Brad. Real quick. Do you remember the first celebrity that gave you a tingle down there? Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Brad, be real with me, man, this morning. Gave it's 7.45 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Brad, who gave you... What celebrity first gave you a tingle down Ugh. there? <laughs> when they said that, I cringed and was like, fuck. Ugh. So, Joey is he's six, going on seven, but Joey is wicked smart. Mm-hmm. Joey um, listens to stuff, and I can, okay, you might be saying, all right, Alex, everyone thinks that their kid is smart, but no, Joey's gone through testing. Joey is in the very top percentile on reading and math, and you can tell it by talking to him, and I've listened to him read. I told that story in the podcast, right? Where I, I read to him, not most nights, it really depends, but uh, maybe th- two or three nights of the week, I just read books or stories to him. And one night, we were pressuring him to read, and he read, like, for real. Not like just a kid reading, but put, like, emphasis on the right words, read voices into things. And I was like, holy shit, Joey, you can fucking read. <laughs> <laughs> I've been reading all these books to you this whole time, and you could, you could read, read. So... When he listens to the radio, he can hear it. Now, he doesn't understand what's going on. He doesn't understand what a tingle is yet, because he just doesn't know that. That's what you think. That's what I hope. Anyway, so we're listening, and the shock jocks are talking. They're chatting about the celebrity that gave them a certain feeling. And then at one point, one of them said, something sucks. And we're kind of listening to it, and we're like, okay, whatever. It's noise, I guess, in the morning. It's really really early. Do you not have an Um, aux cable? Say what? Do you not have an aux cable in your car? What's happening? Uh, well, here's the thing. Emily doesn't like listening to podcasts, per se, and I hadn't downloaded all, like, the latest of, like, the broad range of podcasts, because we'll listen to, like, political podcasts in the car, but some of my more obscure podcasts, she'll listen to a Yad Dude as well, um, and we, of course, we listen to Ramjack on occasion. She was actually the one that told me about Vera growing up to slap me. Ah. Uh, nice. with your damn your dance suggestions. So yeah, she listens every once in a while, for sure. Um, but yeah, I, and we could have easily synced our phones, I guess. We were worried about like it draining battery with the Bluetooth because we needed to have battery. At, th- at that point, it was more important to have battery on the plane in two and a half hours than it was to not. Sure, 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 sure. Anyway, they're talking. At one point, one of them says something sucks. And out of nowhere, Joey asks a question from the back. And we don't hear him at first. So we have to turn the radio down. 
and was like, what'd you say, Joey? And he said, is this what commercials are like with Donald Trump as president? (laughs) (laughs) 7.45 in the morning. Me and Emily had the same reaction you just had, Brad. And we said, like, why do you say that, Joey? And he's like, well, people don't, people didn't say sucks on the radio before he was president, right? (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) So we got into talk about Donald Trump pretty early. It was pretty awesome. Um, Joey doesn't, I don't know, Joey's thoughts on Donald Trump are complicated. Um, Kids don't like Donald Trump. Like, he, he, for obvious reasons, like, he's, yeah, kids know. he doesn't like him, but he says, I don't dislike anybody, but I don't, he doesn't like him. Like, he's like, look, like any kid, like, right. it, I know it's not right to hate or dislike someone. I'll give everyone a benefit of the doubt, but there's still something about Trump that bothers him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I appreciate that, Joey. Well, well done, man. Well done. But that was pretty awesome to hear in the morning. As far as the island life, we rode we rode bikes to the beach in the pool, and we pretty much just did that. It was super hot down there some days, and the kids just couldn't couldn't deal with it. Vera had a hard time dealing with the heat until she got acclimated to it. But she would sleep poolside. She, when she got into a, a pool, she was a little bit like the beach. She was like, Ugh, I don't know about this. But a few, she got uh, she got used to it, and I would like carry her around in the same way where I'm like holding her out and she was like waist deep in the water with me while I was walking through it. She fell asleep on Emily a lot in the in the pool because Vera would like the water was warm because it was just super hot outside. So warm water like snuggled up next to her mother while Emily was like in a lounge chair in the pool. She was like this is awesome. So she would just like sleep. <laughs> yeah. Baby was straight up lounging. Like you know, I guess she might have had the best time of anyone because she was just eating and sleeping and hanging out. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of the dream. Um, as far as other random stuff, on the plane ride back, there was a, um, there was a guy who was pretty crazy. Um, he was behind Emily, and Emily was holding Vera most of the time because she was the one that could feed Vera if she needed to and calm her down. But we took turns on the plane holding her because Vera just sometimes would fall asleep, sometimes wouldn't. But, um, there was a guy behind her who we were stalled for a minute on takeoff, and he was kind of mad about it. And at one point, I'm assuming his grandmother um, was beside him, and he said, when the pilot said we were about to take off, he says, it's about damn time, under his breath, very aggressively. And his grandmother's like, what'd you say, son? And then he basically yelled, it's about damn time! And how an air marshal didn't, like, say, stop the plane. Let's get this man off here. I don't know. Maybe it's because the engine was starting and you could, unless you were like in our area, like the back part of the, like the back quarter of the plane heard him yell this and it was like, fuck, we got one of these guys on here. You can't kick somebody off a plane for that, Alex. But dude, it was weirdly aggressive toward his mother. (laughs) I, I don't, so... I don't know, man. Okay. Allowed. Always allowed. So we're up in we're up in the air, and the uh, stewardess is like giving us uh, dispensing drinks and cookies and pretzels, and they're talking to him. And it turns out that he is an uh, army veteran. Um, he served in the Second Iraq War, and he actually got shot. Like he took a hit. I think to say in Baghdad or somewhere. Um, 
So yeah, he suffers from post-traumatic stress syndrome, and that's why he was nervous and yelling at people on the plane. But all he needed to calm his nerves was two shots of vodka, Brad. So he's like, just give me my two shots, man, and I can calm down. Um, by calm down, he meant get super social with everyone. I On two shots of vodka? I don't know, man. I think that's just his personality. I, he's just I, like, I need this. It's a coping mechanism. Like, you don't need it, I don't think. I think it might help you a little bit, but he's a big dude. Like, he was easily as tall as me, but, like, bigger. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, two shots of vodka is not going to phase that man. No. <laughs> Unless it's, like, crazily distilled? I don't, no, I don't think so. I'm never. not buying it either. I don't, I'm not buying it either. Dude, if you need to calm down on a plane, you need to take, like, straight-up meds. Vodka's not going to help. But it helps him, like, he says it, so I guess socially people would kind of go along with it. So he starts immediately chatting us up because we have a baby. He's like, he talks to his daughter who's on the plane who's, I guess, 13 or 14. He's like, you were that little once. And he's like, hey, like, what's your what's your baby's name? And he's talking at us and, like, trying to get her to fist bump. He's like, you haven't taught your baby to fist bump? She doesn't uh, even slap yet, though. I mean, she's not going to Yeah, fist it's bump, like, how are you going to fist bump? Slapping is much more fun. He kind of talks to Joey, and Joey's, like, not having it. Joey's like, who the fuck is this guy? I just want to play Monument Valley 2 and just fucking chill on the plane. <laughs> P.S. Joey was, the night we left, like, the night before we left, um, all his cousins were asleep, and I had stayed up uh, to do my, like, snack time diabetes regimen. And right when I was about to go to bed, Joey comes downstairs crying. And he's like, Alex, I'm upset. And I was like, Joey, what's wrong? He's like, the vacation is almost over. And it just wasn't enough vacation for me. <laughs> nice. And I was like, okay, well, let's let's go upstairs and talk about it. So I laid with him and we, I mean, I slept with, I slept with him so he would be comforted and we talked about it. So he was like, a week isn't long enough. Why can't we be on vacation forever? <laughs> <laughs> it was explaining to him, like, okay, we can't be on why we take vacation, what vacation is. Um, so we listened to an audiobook, and he went to sleep pretty quick. Nice. But he, he did that again on the plane. So at one point, uh, Tammy and Dan will appreciate this, especially with their uh, diaper uh, wisdom that they dispensed on the last podcast, which I appreciate. I do appreciate everything you guys talked about, and I will take it to heart. Uh, please don't um, raise your child in an abandoned gym. No, will not. <laughs> will not. Um, I will say the food stuff that Tammy and Dan were talking about, I understand what, and yeah, you should not force a child to eat food before they are ready. But the whole process of something called uh, baby lead weaning is that you don't give them food until they are ready. But it's, it's just the kind of food you give them early. It's kind of weird, but we've been doing our research. It should be fine. But yeah, we're not going to give a four-month-old like a freaking carrot. Don't worry about that. Or various meats. <laughs> that, that's, that's not going to happen. She might be ready at six or nine months, and that's a big maybe. I mean, I don't know. You gotta babies are different. You gotta you gotta approach them as they are. I will say that she requires a lot of iron for those strong muscles she has. So might, maybe she does need more protein. I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Oh boy. All that to say. Uh, so on the plane, at one point, Vera's a little bit more. The first plane ride, she was fine. Slept the whole time, super well-behaved, didn't even really cry or coo. Everyone complimented us on the baby's behavior. It was great. Did not happen the second time around. She was upset. She was kind of fussy. Um, She does this thing now where she'll, like, squeal really loudly, (laughs) which is adorable. But if you're not into kids, I could see it being really annoying. Um, 
So at one point, we are about to take off. Um, this is before the uh, military guy has his meltdown for a second. Um, Vera, like, screams really loudly, like, just lets out, like, a, ah, like a roar. And then Emily looks at me, and Vera has completely blown her diaper out. That means, yeah, that her diaper becomes overflooded. It happens with babies a lot. Um, but it is all over the back of her outfit. And you can kind of see it, but not. But this is right when the plane is taking off. So we're buckled in. We can't move or do anything about it. So we kind of cover with a blanket. But also at that time, while we're trying to, like, um, move her around and, like, make sure she's okay during this, Joey starts crying and says, Alex, I've been thinking about it, and vacation is still too short for me. <laughs> so Joey has a little breakdown while Vera has a little diaper blowout. <laughs> Joey's crying on the plane. People are like, oh, man. (laughs) I felt bad. I was like, "Ah, guys, I understand. This isn't what you probably signed up for. This is public transportation, though. And look, we're trying our best here. And we did our best. We we are in an age with noise-canceling headphones. Um, You have to go into an airplane situation knowing that there's chances of babies on planes and kids. You got to be ready. That's, That's everyone else's problem. Very true. Um, I'm trying to think of other notable things. Like, it was pretty basic. We, I, we really just hung out with the family. I didn't even go into, like, the little town much. Because, yeah, we pretty much just stayed island life. And it was pretty... Other than, like, the beautiful houses and the random people, you don't really interact with many of the wasps as they go around. Like I said, it was a little bit more diverse this time. Oh. But not that much more diverse. <laughs> well, you know, we're allowing Jews now. Oh, we went to a golf course one night. So we we got babysitters to come and hang out with the kids one night and all the adults went out and we went to this nice golf course and ate food there. And that was okay. (laughs) But I don't know. I mean, there there wasn't much to write home about other than I got to sit on a beach and chill with kids and also got to go swimming a lot and ride a bike around an island. It was fun. All right. I I know know, know where I'm not going on vacation. Well, that's the thing, man. Like, some people want to go on vacation and just chill. And that's pretty much what Emily's family wants to do. They want to just relax. Like, I I don't think any of them really have ambitions to travel. Like, to them, like, I think going to, like, a European, like, going to a city and, like, sightseeing would be fun. But it's not what they gravitate to. They they, They want more leisure. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Sure, sure, sure. And that's what you do on Kiowa. You just kind of relax and not do anything. The biggest thing you have to worry about is whether it's going to rain or not. And goodness, when a storm comes, everyone freaks out. And that's interesting to see the chaos. We did. We were at the uh, pool one day when it started to rain and everyone freaked the fuck out. You would think that there were like piranhas in the pool. People were like, ah! like running out like adults with kids, like cradling, just running from rain. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, not thunder and lightning. Just straight up fucking rain. rain. Oh, God. We got to <laughs> oh get out of the water. There's water coming from the sky. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's supposed Run. to be below us, not above us. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I. The other thing that was... F- the, the other random little things that were fun. Um, one, <laughs> there was... At the pool, there are like four... There are like four bar areas where you can get drinks. Okay. Two of them are super close to each other. And the other two don't have music. But one of them is strictly disco music, <laughs> which is kind of weird. <laughs> you 
you're walking around the pool, you just hear normal, like, I guess, radio, like, greatest hits, like, modern hits playing. And then out of nowhere, like, at a distance, you start hearing, like, Bee Gees, and you get close, and as you're going past this one, it's just straight-up 70s disco music. And the person at it's always kind of dancing. I don't know if this the person running it is just super into disco, or whether that was a choice by the resort to be, this is going to be the disco drink area. Deal with it. It was it was pretty weird. The other thing that was straight up, I would almost classify these people as monsters. So they the pool had like its own pool shop where you could buy like inflatable stuff for the pool and goggles. I had to buy Joey goggles because he lost his. Um, but they sold giant inflatable swan rafts that were fucking huge. When I say fucking huge, Brad, you could fit. Six people on this comfortably? Oh, what? Like, giant. And it also had, like, a a giant... I say swan. I've seen a swan version of this. I think these were flamingos. They were pink. They had, like, the flamingo neck. But the flamingo neck was, like, as tall as Emily is. Like, in height. Like, it is a massive thing in a pool. And if I had to guess, it would probably take up maybe one-sixteenth of the whole pool area. So how much... Okay, how much does this cost, um, poolside? I'm not sure. The small one cost $80. Think about that. The small one can hold maybe three kids, like three, maybe three people on it. The big one was huge. This is like, yeah, this is a community pool. And like, if you can't, two of them become a menace. They are basically floating islands inside of this pool. You couldn't have more than four or else the pool just can't work. It can't work. (laughs) There's not enough room for everyone else. I want somebody to try it. Well, that's what we kept thinking. We're like, and it always was someone, because again, Kiowa goes from um, houses that are, you, most people either like rent a house there or, and they're there for a weekend. If you buy a house, you're going to spend probably around $300,000 for like even the cheapest, lowest beach house. And they're still nice houses, but they're not like, they're not huge. So, minimum barrier of entry is maybe $200,000 if you get a condo, but a house starts at $300,000, and then sky's the limit. They had a pamphlet that showed, like, all the property for sale for the month of July, and it started, the one page was, all right, here's a $300,000 home, here's a $500,000 home, here's a four hundred, uh, here's a $4 million home, here's a $7 million home. Who's looking at $10 million? Because we sell those here. Oh, boy. So the range of income is huge. And we're at the resort pool, so I guess someone who paid millions of dollars for their house doesn't care. They have their own pool. They might have their own helicopter pad. These people are mega rich. It doesn't matter to them. But one of the things that the pool was one-upping everyone with their float attire, or like their floating, like, I guess, just things, and people knew it. Like, the resort knows it. So one day, someone will be like, oh, I want to, they have a pink flamingo. Mommy, I want a pink flamingo. And then there'd be two of them. And then, like, the people would leave, and then another one person would buy it, and they'd be the person with the giant pink flamingo thing. And they loved it. Like, they'd take selfie pictures with it. One of the things is what the, after you blew it up, they had a place where you could, like, stand with it and get your own picture with it, which is weird. <laughs> There's a ritual around these giant, uh, upwards, maybe $125, maybe 150 I don't remember the price of it, poolside, of this giant huge flamingo raft <laughs> white wasp island white wasp island where we're still keeping up with the joneses in 2017 
But it's expensive. Careful. Uh, reminder, uh, half the wage earners in this country, uh, make $30,000 or less. Dude, and that's the thing that's a little bit of, that's, 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 that's weird on this, on these resort islands. Like, all these people, they just live in a different world. (laughs) The stuff they talk about, the books they would read, like, walking down the beach, there were people who were a little bit older, not even older, some people would just sit and read on the beach, and a lot of it was like fiction books because as I'm walking by I had to walk Vera well we all had to walk Vera a lot because Vera just wasn't she's not she's a mover and a shaker she's not a baby who likes to stand still a lot so she'll stand still for a while and kind of chill and do her thing and play with a toy but then she'll want to move so I at home I just walk her around our house I take her on stroller walks and on the beach we would just take her up and down the beach and she'd love it and then she'd go to sleep because that's what babies do but looking at everyone if they weren't, like, if they were relaxing, they'd be reading a book, and most of it was just fiction. And I've read books on the beach, everyone does, but it's a little weirder when you know everyone has lots of money, and they're just on the beach reading stories. It's like, if you have money, don't you do this already all the time? Why aren't you, like, in the beach doing something? Like, what are we, are we just lounging? I, I get it, I guess. Just lounging. This is an ocean. Lounging. <laughs> I mean, it was super fun. Like, I would, I, I don't want to disparage what the people go to Wasp Island. That's their own thing. But yeah, tons of money everywhere, and I don't know if people are. I really got their uh, fingers on the pulse of America, like we do here on Ramjack, more or less. For reals. Uh, watch out, watch I, Wasp Island. We're getting closer and closer every day to uh, uh, torches and pitchforks. Do you think, Brad? Yes. I mean, we mentioned that people were upset at NPR for d- tweeting the Declaration of Independence. People thought it was like call call to arms against Trump. And I think in that climate, you are not far from the truth that I think maybe pitchforks. <laughs> no, it's going to happen. We're cre- like, we're we're creeping no, we're, toward that. We're like maybe two elections away. Like if if no, no, if nothing changes, like it's this economic system cannot last. I don't think you can either, man. Definitely can't. A lot can. of weird stuff happening. Can't. Cannot. No. No, 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 no. So, yeah, I mean, that that's that's what I have from vacation so far. Um, yeah, there's not there, there's not too much to report, sadly. Okay. Cool, cool, if I cool. If I can think of anything else, I'll definitely mention it on a future podcast. It's just... Sure. I've been overwhelmed in the last couple of days with a lot of information from other things and other things I'd want to talk about on the podcast. Of course. Um, and plus, it's Christmas in July. we got to talk about that. Oh, come on. But Brad, before happy we holidays. go on, happy holidays. But before we hear about, I guess, your turmoil with power uh, in Florida, do we want to go to a commercial break? Oh, let's do it. Um, friends, I, here's a question for you. Um, do you like eating meals at home? Alex, do you like eating meals at home? Um, I love eating meals at home. Why would I not like that? But isn't it a hassle going to the grocery store and buying all of these ingredients to make a delicious meal? Uh, well, it's debatable. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hold on, hold on. But what if you could get a service... That would uh, it would cost an exorbitant amount of money, and you would get a very small amount to make no more than one meal. One more, one one meal. Yeah. Well, here, listen. Here's the trade-off. All right. It's it costs too much money. Um, 
but okay. you don't have any waste. That's the good part. You don't. There's no way. There's no. There's no leftovers you have to worry about. Um, you'll have to figure out something else for lunch tomorrow. Um, you just got just enough for this one specific meal. I thought leftovers were one of the things that people who cook at home like. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, but you gotta buy so many ingredients at the store. Um, what if no. for the same amount of money that you were gonna spend buying these ingredients that would allow you to make multiple meals, you just got one meal? Hmm. And also, what about this? What is it, What if instead of going to the store, it was mailed to your house? Like in a box? <laughs> yeah, it's like mailed in a box. And uh, um, then you only have to worry about, are my neighbors going to steal it while I'm at work? Is it going to be too hot outside while I'm at work? Should I, do I have to go back? To, is the post office going to make me come to the post office to collect it at a later time? Um, those are the only things you have to worry about. Hmm. How does that sound, Alex? Sounds kind of weird. I, I mean, Brad, okay, look, you're going to have to be the person to weigh in on this because, full disclosure, I work for a major grocery retailer in the United States of America, and I might have a biased opinion on some of this stuff, and also insider information. All so right. I don't know if I, how much I can talk, I don't know how much I can talk about this on the show, and I, I know we talked with them, and that we realized this wasn't a conflict of interest when we were going to start advertising for them. Oh, boy. But... Um, so, let me give you some prices, guys, because what Brad's saying is true. Why would you want to buy one stupid thing, like a full vial of vanilla extract, for like, what is it? How much does that go for? Like $3 a bottle for like the pure shit? Oh, yeah, yeah. No. When you can just have a company like Blue Apron will just send you the amount of vanilla you need. You don't have to worry about all those extra bottles. How many times have I gone to the grocery store and picked up extra bottles of vanilla? I say that specifically because I've done it many times. I don't remember how much vanilla I have in my pantry. I have three bottles of it now. Each of them went a little used because well, I forget I had the other one. But you know what? Not Here's the thing. Um, you know, vanilla, you could just keep it and it lasts a really long time. But... What if you didn't need to keep it? What if you just get a stupidly small amount? <laughs> Brad, Blue Apron starts two-person plans, uh, seasonally inspired meals for two. Now, you can get three meals a week for two, uh-huh. and each serving is $10. Your first week is going to be $60. $60? That sounds reasonable. Three meals for $60. Three meals for two people. 60 bucks. Why don't you just go to a fucking restaurant if you're going to do that? Well, no, you like to cook at home, though, right? That's what you like to do. Then go to the grocery store for $15. Brad, I don't like to cook. I I like to cook at home, but I don't like to go to the grocery store and, like, do all the work. Hey, guys. No, that doesn't make much sense. No, it makes no sense. (laughs) Guys, if you're thinking about getting a subscription to Blue Apron, don't do that. Take that money you were going to give to Blue Apron and donate it to Ram Jack. Yeah, well, okay, here's another thing. Take that money you're going to spend on Blue Apron, maybe go out to a nice restaurant and treat yourself, and then, you know, maybe just put a little bit of that in the Ram Jack piggy bank. Or, or whatever we want to better call. yet, better yet, go to the go to Costco, buy some fucking groceries to cook a nice to cook a nice few meals at home, and then give the rest over there to Ram Jack. Like, everyone I know, especially at uh, Kroger, the place I work, has tried Blue Apron and, like, um... I can't remember what the other ones are called. We've done comparative studies on a lot of them. Because, little do you know, Brad, and I guess our listeners may not, this is kind of hot shit right now. People love to do these little... I mean, it's a fad. If anything I've ever mentioned on the podcast was a fad before, this is definitely a fad. Oh, yes. (laughs) 
Is this a is this a, uh, a like a uh, subculture? I don't know because this border. I mean, it, it's for people who just want to try something novel. Yeah, send me all this stuff. I don't have to like. I can cook, but I don't have to do any of that extra work. This doesn't last long, and the retention rate on these things is actually pretty low. You have your diehard people that prefer it, but those are not as many people as you would think, which is probably one of the reasons Blue Apron decided to advertise with us and everyone else. But, <laughs> yeah, instead of us paying 60 bucks for a two-person plan or $80 or $71 for the family plan, Brad, that's two meals a week, four, serving eat, four servings each for $71. No. Guys, just go to the grocery store. Go to the grocery store. There's all the recipes on the internet. Just look up the recipes and then go to the grocery store and give the rest of the money to Ramjack. But it's too hard to go on the internet and find the recipes I like. No, Fucker. it's not. <laughs> it's super easy. You have the internet. If you Google good recipes I'll like, you'll find some. Yeah. It's that Are you easy. Just like good recipes you, you know what someone hey. to curate the internet like okay i guess here's, that's what half here's the, the thing, things guys. on the internet are but. um if if you'll do if you donate um 70 dollars a week to ramjack i will give you a list of recipes for every <laughs> meal if that's what you want <laughs> yeah fuck blue apron thanks for the money but fuck you yeah what we're gonna start doing is if you donate the exact amount <laughs> that's 60 dollars or 71 dollars for the family plan Brad is going to add to the wiki of meal recipes for you for a week of recipe plan. It'll be fun. Join the fun. Thank you, Blue Apron. (laughs) Thanks, Blue Apron. And fuck you. Brad, what's going on in Florida, man? Sounds like a madhouse down there. Alex, yesterday was the 4th of July. Yeah, red, white, and blue. Well, Well, it was the 4th of July, but the holiday we celebrate is Independence Day. Oh, oh, uh, you NPR Trump-hating asshole. <laughs> Hold up. Okay. Oh, so I, I, yesterday the plan was, uh, me and Jonathan were going to record an episode of Ramjack. Yeah. And I was excited, I was like, oh, well, great, we'll be one ahead, um, it'll be a lot less stress for me as far as editing goes, it'll be nice to be back to being ahead. So we were all set to go. I actually got off work early, which I was not anticipating. So we were going to get to a nice early start. I was like, yay, Uh, we'll get in. I'll get in early. We'll start recording at like 4.30 p.m. We'll do the podcast. Then like, I'll be done with the podcast. And uh, maybe I'll watch a movie or something. And then I'll go to bed early. It'll be great. Um, Wow, yeah. We got maybe five, ten minutes into recording. And uh, there was a crazy storm outside, but I was like, hey, it's Florida. It rains for like 45 minutes every day, but that's just what it does. Um, and then the power flicked out, and it came right back on. I was like, okay, no big deal. Um, then it happened again, then it happened again, and then the power didn't come back on. Ooh. So, I mean, I'm on my phone, and I'm messaging Jonathan, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's Florida. I give, Let's give it 15 minutes, and I everything will probably be up and going. We'll probably be fine. No worries. Um, about half an hour later, he's like, um, we may have to reschedule this. I was like, all right, uh, which I hate because I don't like being thwarted by weather. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I'm like, fuck you, weather. Why are you standing in my way? It's weather. It's the stupidest thing to be delayed by. Um, can't fucking stand it. It's, It's the worst. So I'm like, oh. Also, it was extraordinarily hot yesterday. Like, before the power went out, I came in and I was like, I, I don't know if I can record this podcast because it is so hot. 
Um, because, well, for one thing, I was home earlier than usual, and what you need to realize is my bedroom is surrounded by windows, so I basically live in a greenhouse. Um, <laughs> even though the blinds are firmly shut, it doesn't help. So, I... You have blackout curtains, right? I no, don't. No, I've never don't. seen them in your room. No. Oh, I, man. I thought about... I'm it's sorry. This, I mean to, it's just, it's it's going to be too expensive to buy blackout curtains for this room. There's a lot of windows, man. That's a lot of area yeah, to cover. there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven windows. Yeah. Like, the walls are pretty much windows all the way across. So, it's, yeah. I need to buy curtains, um, but that's going to be expensive. So, haven't done that. Um, so, it was, like, already, like, I, I sat down on my bed, and my bed was, like, way too warm to the touch to just be a bed in a room. Ooh. <laughs> like, I was like, this is terrible. So, then the power goes out. And I'm just, like, laying on my bed, and I'm like, it's so hot. It's so fucking hot. There's no, there's, the fan isn't running. There's no air conditioning. I'm dying. I'm dying. I, like, I was, like, I was, like, having, like, a little panic attack because it was just so fucking hot, and I couldn't move. And it was killing me. And I was supposed to be recording a podcast, but I wasn't because of weather, which I can't stand. Oh, man. So, I... So then eventually I'm like, okay, it's been, it's been like an hour and a half at this point. I, I, I gotta get out of here. I, I, so I call Starbucks cause I'm like, I, I, surely they're open like normal hours, even though it's the 4th of July. And of course, luckily they are. <laughs> I wasn't sure where that was going at first. I know I, this sounds strange, but when you said, uh, so I called Starbucks, I thought, okay, yeah, Brad's, it's his favorite place. Of course, we're going to call hey, them and just talk to him. Hey, he normally okay? does every week. Are you, are you guys oh, what's cool? up Starbucks? Hey, how's things there? Is it good? The heat has made you so mad that you call Starbucks and talk to it and the people there as if it is a a true friend. Hey, Starbucks, Starbucks. you open? You still open? Yes, sir. We've always talked. Yeah, I miss you. (laughs) Thinking about dashing over later. So I, I, so I get. I find out this information that luckily they are going to be open. Um, so I'm like, all right, all I gotta do is get out of bed. Get into my car, which has air conditioning, and then just drive to Starbucks. Yeah. Again. Easiest thing in the world. It was so oppressively hot. and Just getting, just like, sitting up from a lying position was a lot of effort. Um, Dude, I I understand. I feel you. So I I eventually, I I make it out eventually, and I'm like, oh, okay. It's so nice being in my car. It's so wonderful. I'm so happy to be in my car with its amazing air conditioner. And then I start driving. And half of the fucking traffic lights are out. Like what? every, literally every other traffic light is out. Um, pop quiz, Alex. You're driving down the road, traffic lights out. You come to an intersection. How do you proceed? I think the I think the going thought is that you treat it like a stop sign, right? A four way stop. Oh, oh, you treat it like a four way stop. Are you, are you sure you just don't do whatever the fuck you want? <laughs> In other countries, you definitely do that. Because that's what was happening here. Like, I, it was absolute insanity. Like, everyone was just driving. Just driving. Like, not even, like, slowing down. Just, like, people were just driving, not stopping. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, I, I don't... I, I, it was like, oh, okay, well, uh, the guy in front of me went, so I'm gonna keep going, too. And me, too. And me, I, like, no, you can't all just keep driving. Like, there was just one lane that everyone was just driving nonstop. And it's like, guys... There's no light. Four-way stop. What are you doing? And that happened, like, there were a few times I thought I was going to die yesterday. 
like, I, repeatedly. Man, nothing is more scary than, like, just complete chaos with fast-moving cars around. Uh, I Yeah, and I, again, again, I was very happy to not be driving for quite a while just because I don't, don't trust it, don't like people, don't trust people driving cars, don't trust them at all. Um, so this was not a fun experience. Um, so I, I, I somehow make it to Starbucks, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna camp out here for a couple hours and hang out. Um, but of course, I'm kind of rattled at this point, so I'm not really accomplishing much of anything that I was hoping to do at Starbucks. Because uh, I almost died a few times. Dude, I mean, everyone would know everyone would have that need that kind of cooldown time. So yeah. You're jittery because, dude, you just, you dodged, like, how many giant moving <laughs> projectiles? Seriously. I, it was like playing Frogger. I felt like I was playing Frogger in my little car. Oh, it was not fun. But so I get I get my iced coffee. It's nice and cold and refreshing. And I'm just hanging out at Starbucks. And I'm and I hang around there and I'm like, all right, well, it's it's about nine o'clock. Uh, you know, I'm sure the power's back on by now. I mean, come on, it's it's nine o'clock. I mean, I've been here a couple of hours. Yeah. So I hop in my car. <sighs> Traffic lights are still out. Wow. So at one point, I'm driving down the road and I'm driving um, at the speed limit and trying to slow down because I'm coming to her where a, a traffic light should be but there's a fucking truck behind me that is like not slowing down and like he's just going to like barrel into me I don't know what the fuck he's doing like I am trying to obey the laws of the road and this fucker is not having it he could easily go around me but he wouldn't so I get so fucking pissed off I'm like you know what let him rear in me so I throw on my brakes and I'm like fucking go for it Go for it, you motherfucker. Um, he he swerves, um, and then he gets behind me, and we do the same fucking thing again. And I'm like, really? fine, yeah. So I just I stop in the middle of the street, just stop. Like it's we're the only two people on this on this four lane road, by the way. We're the only two people. He could easily just go, kept going around me and do whatever the fuck he's doing. So I'm like, fuck it. You can either drive through me or around me. <laughs> Don't give a Fred, fuck. you gotta be careful Don't, on the streets, man. Listen, listen, I, I'll fucking have it. Go for it. Go for it. Dude, hey, me and Emily have ran into some story. I'll tell them in a second. Not to this extent, because I want to hear what happens at the end of this. Did you have, Did you fight this guy? <laughs> I, I would have. Eventually, he took the hint, because I stopped in the middle of the street. Um, And, I, I, and he eventually went around me, and I just let him go. And then I stopped at the traffic light as though it were a four-way stop. Because that's what you're supposed to fucking do. Yeah. Oh, and the other car was very appreciative <laughs> that I finally let him out. Yeah, I it was it was a fuck it was fucking ridiculous. So I so then I I get home. Um and again it's not that far to Starbucks. Like it is like I mean I'm talking like I'm on maybe five streets total. Like, it's not that far. Oh. So, I get home, and I'm like, oh my god, the power's still out. But I'm like, you know what? Luckily, it's like 9 o'clock now, so it's cooled down, because it's nighttime. So I go inside, and I'm like, fuck. It's hotter in this house than it is outside. Dude. So I, I just, I, I open up, like, the, the rest of the windows, because I, I, had, I had cracked a couple of windows, but not all of them. Um, so I just crack the other windows, and then I'm like, well, 
I guess I'm going to take a walk for an, an hour or so. Because I also see that there's like, um, there's Duke Energy trucks going around, so I'm like, okay, well, they're clearly working on this issue. Um, and I go to their website, and it says that, um, they're working on it, and that it's expected to be around, uh, 9 o'clock, 9.30, I think. Um, I'm like, alright, well, before it had said, like, 8.30, and I was not happy with that, but whatever. Cool. Nah, it's fine. I'm just gonna take a walk. So I take a walk, uh, for a couple of hours, and then I make it home around 11. Oh, by the way, it's the 4th of July, so every asshole's shooting fireworks. Lame. And I hate fireworks. Hate them. Hate, hate, hate fireworks. And for some reason here, like, I, I don't know, places I've lived in the past, if you shoot fireworks, you shoot them, like, in your backyard. Uh, for some reason, all these motherfuckers are, like, right up on their sidewalk, just shooting off fireworks. Like, that's a sidewalk. It's for walking, not for you to shoot off fireworks. So uh, there's a lot of times where I have to, like, go to the other side of the street, because uh, otherwise I'm going to be on top of a fucking firework, so... Yeah, and that's Ugh. just straight up dangerous. Yeah, so it was it was not fun, not fun at all. Um, How are the police not just all over everyone doing this? I don't know. Maybe it's you do in your backyard because it's like unspoken. How is that I, legal to shoot fireworks off in your front yard? Who knows? It's Florida. Like this is like a garbage place. Like all kinds of weird shit's legal here. I mean, you know, it's 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 Florida. Florida sucks. I I mean we've talked about it many times before. I've never. I've never really been into shooting fireworks off myself. Anytime we've done it, I'm like, this is kind of cool, I guess. Bottle rockets as a kid, some Roman candles, sparklers. But I'm like, nah. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> Take it or leave it. Not a huge firework fan. And again, I, I do say as a kid, um, when I was like 10, when you're supposed to, I definitely enjoyed shooting off like little novelty fireworks like in the yard. But again... They're, I don't like like the big like um, giant explosion fireworks. I like the weird novelty ones, like the little tanks that like roll and then they shoot, or like the chicken that shoots the eggs. Like fun, uh, the wacky yeah. novelty fireworks. Those are what yeah. I enjoyed as a kid. Um, but not like I, mortar rounds. No, oh, it's Fourth of July. Let's throw some mortar rounds up into the sky or like over uh, near someone. Like what the fuck is I wrong just, with yeah, you? I don't, I don't get it. Like. Listen, seeing seeing bright lights in the sky isn't that exciting. Like we have the internet. Like I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> listen, we've had screensavers. The internet's savers. overwhelming, Brad. We've How had am I supposed to find recipes? that were just as lies. exciting as a firework. Yeah, I. Yeah, screensavers are disturbingly bad, especially ones for a Mac. Man, you see yeah. those little. Man, that's a nice. That's a, some nice algorithm-based, colorful lights. I mean, I watched the last episode of Twin Peaks, all right? I watched the whole thing. So, like, I've seen colors just floating around randomly. I don't Dude, need to see it in the sky. Careful. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Listeners might not take a liking to what you're saying about oh Twin no. Peaks. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, uh, no. Send me a list of things that I'm supposed to do or whatever. That was absolutely hilarious, by the way. <sighs> I, I need to send you the rest of that list because it was bonkers. Guys, uh, go to the Facebook group. Brad posted something specifically. I mean, because the Facebook group is in a notoriously safe place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, yeah, the Twin Peaks podcast. Uh, go to that Facebook group. Um, you can see the ramblings of a madman that eventually got kicked out because he was a madman. Uh, are there other people that are in arms against you guys because of your... I, general, like, I would say... Well, you know, these people pop up every once in a while, and then um, they get put up, they get uh, put down. So, 
I I don't know I don't know why they why they come for me, but they do. Specifically me. Um, but you're whatever. The personality man that they yes. they they cling to. It's like I'm gonna take that guy down. I guess. Whatever. If I take him down, maybe it's it's all been worth it. I, don't you guys know that I'm the one that enjoys your insanity the most? It's more distressing for everyone else. For me, it's it's amusing. Uh, but whatever. Um, I, so there's fireworks yeah, yeah. going on, Alex. There's fireworks that I hate. And I'm walking around fireworks. And also, there's all that fireworks smoke, which draws mosquitoes, which I also hate. Ugh. I'm just like, it's an awful night. So, 11 o'clock... I'm finally making it back towards the house. I'm covered in sweat, uh, mosquito bites, and just displeasure in general. Because my plan was to record a podcast with a friend, have some laughs, watch a movie, go to bed early. That easy. Oh, That that sounds like a fun night. Not the nightmare you experience. Well, it's 11 o'clock. I'm at home. I still don't have power. I'm taking a cold shower by candlelight to try to cool down. (laughs) <sighs> oh, okay. And then I'm like, I so then I have to try to sleep, and I it's too hot to sleep. It's too hot to sleep. Like, luckily, I like I had my Amazon uh, power brick fully charged. Um, oh yeah. Because otherwise, I would have lost my goddamn mind. Coming around to these power bricks, man. Yeah. These instances in particular make me think I should probably get one of those. You need to have one. I mean. Alex, you you got two children, and like a couple of years, like it's not even like a, it's not even a question. Yeah, they're gonna they they'll have their own power bricks. Yeah, Joey will ask for one for Christmas. <laughs> it's it's or necessary. just ask for one. It doesn't. It's necessary. Um. Yeah. So I I oh God. So I I I eventually got some sleep last night. Nice. I wake up this morning. Because in my mind, I was like, well, at some point in the night, surely the power will come back on. Uh, of course. It can't be out for that long. Even if people are partying and having like fun on uh, Independence Day, they got to go back to work sometime. I, I, so my alarm, well, I wake up long before my alarm was going to go off, um, and there's still no power, and it's so hot, and I'm dying. So I take another cold shower, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm leaving for work early. So I can go to a McDonald's that has Wi-Fi and try to download some podcast or something. Yep. Ugh. Get a breakfast sandwich. Just kind of relax. That, get that breakfast sandwich. Get that iced coffee. Ugh. And of course, I go to McDonald's and the, and the Wi-Fi isn't even working. Bullshit. So, uh, fuck fuck you, McDonald's. I, I mean, what? Did you freak out? <laughs> uh, I was like, I don't even care. I've got audiobooks. Ugh. Uh, which, by the way, guys, a uh, future episode, um, I will definitely be talking about. Um, I'm. I'm. Uh, I started off a, a, a biography on Catherine the Great, and Ooh. quality, quality, so many stories. I'm very excited. Um, <laughs> uh, but awesome. yeah, Looking so forward uh, to it. And then I checked the website, and the website saying that. It the first time I check it, it says that they're expecting the power to be out, back on by nine thirty. I check it a little later, right before going to work, and they're expecting the power to be on by one. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, am I going to be able to record tonight? I don't even know. Well, what happened? I, I had a tree How many fall Transformers down? I, exploded? Yeah, I don't even know. Dude, a tree falling down wouldn't cause that long of a prolonged. I, I don't think. I, 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 yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what the fucking deal was. Unless the power grid in Orlando, which this might be the case, is just completely shitty and weird. Oh. 
I think they could rewrite reroute power, and so I mean, if it was done properly. Yeah. How I, does it? It's it's a mystery. But so at one point during my workday, I'm like, I'm gonna check it again just for the hell of it. And I I I posted this in the Facebook group. Um, there is a, an outage information, and it says current customers affected one. And no which I'm, way. Like, and I and the map shows like a circle and like a triangle, and like. I, I, and I, I know it's probably wherever this, like, tree fell or whatever, um, but the map it shows, my house is perfectly in that circle. <laughs> like, I am the dead center of where it says the one per, one customer affected is. So it was just you. I, I mean, I, I know, I, I'm sure it wasn't me, but that's just the way the map looked, because it didn't list an address, obviously. <laughs> but, like, it really was, it cir- my house is circled. Is what it looks like. Like it that is, is nuts. dead on me. I so I was like, what if everyone has power back except my house? I it does. What you're talking, man? It sounds like that was the case. I mean, I got home and there was power. That's all that matters. So um, nice. Yeah. Where's the first thing you did? Take a take a shower in normal lighting, not like Frontier times where they had to take showers in candlelight. Uh, no, because there was air conditioner running, so it wasn't it wasn't necessary to immediately take a shower. Nice. Um, I so look just... forward to taking a modern day shower. Um, but uh, yeah, That's... now I'm just sitting here, sitting here with these fans running. It's quite nice. That's awesome, man. I I am sorry that that happened to you, and that you were the only person affected in this. <laughs> the one person. At one point, yes, you were the one person. Oi. Damn. I. <sighs> wow. So when we were driving around on vacation, there were more than a few times where um, I think we almost got into a fight, Brad. <laughs> oh. With drivers. Nice. Um, we were about to go to the airport. We'd stopped at a Dunkin' Donuts because um, we had time. We're leaving, and there's someone just kind of like stopped in front of a stop sign looking at looking through their back window into their um, their seating. It looked like there were just two girls, like kids, Maybe teenagers, maybe in college, and they maybe didn't know where they were. Um, so they're stopped. They're kind of looking around, but they're stopped for a little bit longer than you should be at a stop sign. My wife is very impatient, especially when it comes to driving, and that's fine. So she kind of like beep beeps her horn, and they kind of like go. They like look around and like oh, and they decide to go ahead and turn. But they do the same thing at the next stop sign, oh. which is lame. And we're like, fuck these kids. Like, uh, we get it. And, you know, we're well, we're hours before we need to be in the air. So we're, f- we're fine from an airport stand, airport standpoint. Um, but she beeps her horn again. Beep. And one of the kids just goes crazy, opens the door and like starts to like look and like talk back to us. But at this point, Emily can't be bothered. She just goes around them and just goes. <laughs> As the kid's doing this, she's just like, fuck this, beep, and then goes around them. But then, once we got back, and we went, like, Fourth of July, actually, um, we were driving through our old neighborhood on the west side of Cincinnati after events, and there's a car, and I don't understand this because we didn't do anything to this woman at all. But we, we pull up behind her at a red light, She's she stopped. Um, she like I, I can't remember exactly what happened, but if if it memory serves, she just got out of her car, looked at us, and like motioned for us to go backwards a little bit. What? And me and Emily look at each other like, uh, that's kind of weird. Um, 
Emily kind of goes back a few feet. And this woman gets back in her car, waits for the light to change, and then just keeps driving. <laughs> what? I have no idea what happened. Okay, they're we stone, like, right? They're stone. That's they that's what's have going to on. be because we're not we're not following them super close. Like we're not like that guy that was riding your tail uh, uh, on the lawless roads with no traffic lights during electrical problems in Florida. No. Like we were just driving normally, like proper car lengths. This woman just got out and was like, "Look, you got to back up. Can you please just back up for a minute?" That's My so giant weird. white Tahoe needs you to move back another three feet, please. Just can you just move back? What the fuck is that about? I, I, I'm tr- I don't know, I, man. People, I like I. Listen, I, I forgot about road rage, man. Oh, yeah, it's a thing. You made fun of me for having all those monsters on the road, but guess what? Oh, <laughs> the road is full of them, friend. God, it's so full of them. The whole time, I, as you were telling us about the tragedy that basically happened to you on the 4th of July with your electricity going out, like, that's not an exaggeration or like hyperbole. That's true, man. It sucks that your power went out like that and that you were the only person affected at one point. But the whole time I was thinking, what the fuck if you didn't have your car? Like, what what would uh, have happened? How would that have... What would you have done? Oh. <sighs> I, what could you have done? <laughs> yeah, I, there's no. I would be dead. I would. I would have sl- just turned on that shower and just like slept in cold shower. That's what I would have done. There's. I would have. There's no way. There's no way. Died of hypothermia in the middle of the warmest day of the year. Oh. Uh, also, can we? I listen. I. I'm tired of checking the weather, and it's like. Oh, it's 95 degrees. And then, like, and then at the bottom of the app, it's like, feels like 105. All right, you know what? It's 105. <laughs> Stop telling me, oh, it's 95 degrees, but it feels like it's 105. No, it's 105. All right? It's 105 for all practical purposes. <laughs> Just skip to it feels like 105 degrees. Like, it, I, I'm with you. I think they should not bury that. Yeah. Let's, in fact, let's cut it out. Let, no, okay, listen. The... T- the weather's what the weather is. Like, don't give me... It's only 95 degrees. It just feels like 105 degrees. I, this is a conspiracy. This is some, like... <laughs> a weatherman this conspiracy. Is, this is some fucking climate change denying bullshit. It's not getting hotter. It only feels like it's hotter. Yeah, it's only 10 degrees. It only feels 10 degrees hotter. It's actually only... Fly, it's only 95 degrees. It really... Because it says it feels like 105. And you know what? It feels like 110. So fuck off. It's 110. <laughs> I'm with you on that one, man. Fuck all this explanation. Like, I understand the science behind it, and so do you, but yeah. fuck that. Yeah, I'm if, not buying. I'm if, not it, buying. if it feels like 105 degrees, then it fucking is 105 degrees. <laughs> I mean, I know it's not, but it, is it, only, it only we, matters about know, what we feel. Do we know? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's very hot here, Alex. That's all I'm saying. It's very hot. <laughs> My heart goes out to you, friend. Brad, I have a, I have a few things to run by you. Okay. Here's some here's here's a new product that I think I, I don't know how to think about this. Um, so there's a new toothbrush. And it's on Kickstarter. Okay. Um, it will brush your teeth in ten seconds flat, Brad. No, it won't. Yes, it will. Nope. Well, listen. Uh, <laughs> it's not how brushing teeth works. So in the commercial for it. On uh, Kickstarter, you see a, a couple, 20-somethings. They both go into the bathroom. The, the uh, woman goes in first. She grabs what looks like a mouth guard, but with like a lot of bristles, bristles in it. 
puts this weird pod thing on the end, puts this whole mouth guard in her mouth, presses a button, does something with her hair, like starts putting on eye makeup, and then after 10 seconds, takes the guard out, rinses it out, and then just puts the mouth guard on another place where there's another mouth guard right beside it. Oh. <laughs> uh, boyfriend or husband walks in, kisses honey. Okay, I'm gonna brush my teeth really quick. Does the same thing with his mouth guard. No. They use the same base station. There's no way. This can't work. Um, I don't know how it works either. So basically, like, so the 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 main this the mouth guard is like a weird type of silicone that is uh, an antimicrobial just all over it. It kills 99.9% of germs, Brad. So you don't have to worry about accidentally picking up your girlfriend's mouth guard, which in the commercial. I have to watch it again. I'm almost positive he picks up her mouth guard on accident. Because <laughs> they're right beside each other. They're the same color. Nothing distinguishes them. No. But you put this thing at the end, and you have toothpaste cartridges that go in it. They last about a month. They only dispense the proper amount of toothpaste, and within 10 seconds, it fills up the uh, uh, mouth guard with half of these bristles. And that one thing vibrates with such uh, ferocity nope. that it will brush your teeth in 10 seconds flat. Definitely not. There's no way. Um, the pledge goal was $56,000 to get everyone their own a mouth guard toothbrush. Which does uh, their own mouth guard toothbrush that doesn't work. Um, uh, 30 days to go, it's already raised $160,000. But it doesn't work. Uh, here's some facts about it, Brad, that will help you understand how awesome this is. Fact number one, every other person avoids toothbrushing in the evening because they're too tired. No, what? That's anecdotal. That's bullshit. Oh, it's so it's so difficult to spend um, a solid 90 minutes to 90 seconds to, to three minutes brushing my teeth. I'm too tired. Brad, I need you to be honest with me right now, friend. I'm going to be honest with you. There were a lot of times in Kiowa, a.k.a. Wasp Island, where I had to do a lot of work during the day like just physically carrying things that were super heavy and it was super hot and I would get exhausted. I still found time to brush my teeth every night. On the 4th of July, no electricity. By candlelight, did you brush your teeth? I did, absolutely. Fact number one is a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least uh, disingenuous. Fact number two, the average toothbrushing time is 60 seconds instead of the recommended 180 seconds. Ew. Time out. You're saying this thing can do it in 10 seconds. I know it's a little different because it's like a whole yeah. mouth thing yeah. at once, but still, I don't know about that time given these other times. No. Fact number three. Alleged fact. During your lifetime, you waste 108 whole days just brushing your teeth. I'm not wasted. Not wasted. Not wasted. I'm protecting my dentals, man. Yeah. Why are you... Why is it... Okay, fact number four, 90% of all dental and gum diseases are simply caused by incorrect toothbrushing. You're, that's what you've designed. You've designed a machine that does incorrect toothbrushing. I, I, that's what it seems like. <laughs> There's no way this works. I, first of all, everybody's mouth is way too different for this thing to actually work. Like, there's agree. no way. Let's not forget, like, wisdom teeth and teeth that are crooked. Like, I don't see how this is actually getting, like, the back of your teeth no. just looking at it. Absolutely You're going to need a second toothbrush Yeah. to get those hard-to-reach areas. Yeah. There's, Brad, yeah. 
yeah, this is just, this is bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm calling you out on it, guys. This is not right. This is another Kickstarter. Uh, advertising itself is fine, fresh, and fierce. How about interactive LED lashes, Brad? What? Yeah. LED LED lashes? They're called flashes. They're fun, interactive LED lashes for your eyes. Eyelashes? They're eyelashes that you put on that light up with LEDs. No. It's basically a mini LED panel you put above your eye. Now, in that can't in be one good, of, right? Uh, well, I don't think it would actually hurt your eye necessarily. I think it would be kind of disorienting. Yeah. But you can also do a lot of different stuff with them, Brad, because they're interactive. So you can change colors, but you can also like have them do different things. Like you can have them pulse, like if they're at a rave. You can have them kind of like follow a race where like one goes and then it follows into the other one <laughs> so basically they're like christmas lights yeah there's one called night riding where it basically looks like you have uh windshield wipers above your eye because oh, the lights boy. are coming back like no. what is the signal to people like yeah. what are you doing with these lashes <laughs> what you okay here's what you're doing with these lashes mushrooms okay there you go that's what when you're, you're doing at a rave them. and everyone has these on it is it's popping oh don't. Now, there's a controller you keep in your a pocket that you can, like, Don't purposefully program. Well, no, especially not with these lashes, oh. man. Oh, no. Application looks pretty difficult. I mean, not super difficult, but a little weird. I I don't know, man. I, I do. <laughs> no. No. You're saying no. I'm Here's saying the other lame part. not. Like, they're wired. To what? So you put them over your eye, and then from the... Uh, there's a little wire that almost goes over your ears like glasses, but it's like gold and it's like tiny. So in the dark, you wouldn't be able to see it. But like in normal lighting, you totally see wires coming off your eyes. I, that, no, no, this is unnecessary. 15 days to go, $40,000 goal. They've already reached $100,000. I, no! Stop it! Are we just not... I mean, I understand that... I mean, this... Kickstarter's become, like, the new as seen for tv I guess, ground, in a way. Because there'd be stupid products that you would see as advertised on TV for, like, infomercials. Sure. But now I'm thinking that... I mean, granted, this is much cooler than most anything I've seen on an infomercial. But at the same time, it's like, pass. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know about any of this. I, unless you're RuPaul, I, I don't know what you're doing with these. Well, I mean, yeah, that's gonna... If you're going out, if you're in the club scene, and like you said, doing drugs, this is a good time. Like, you're gonna... But even then, I don't know about it. Yeah, no, no. Don't, no, 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 no. Calling it. So, Brad, while I was flying 30,000 feet above the ground, um, going on vacation, I looked at the uh, magazine in flight uh, not a catalog anymore but there were a few products advertised and one of them was called an untuck it what an untuck it brad is a shirt designed to be worn untucked okay <laughs> aka a shirt no brad listen we started untucked it untuck it because we had trouble finding shirts that looked good untucked it's a deceptively difficult look to get right 
Shirts just aren't designed that way, so we decided to make a better shirt for the untucked man. A casual fit shirt for comfort, not convention, and designed to fall at the perfect length. They're called Untuckets, Brad. You can go to untuckit.com forward slash AW to find out more. I'm okay. I'm with you. Aren't all shirts designed to kind of be untucked? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't fully under, I don't even understand. Yeah. What's up with these weird products? Hi, right, Alex. Um, can I talk to you about another product? Sure. Um. So, Alex, how many humans live in your house now? Four. Four, four humans. Four I mean, humans, two cats. All right. Stubby appreciated the call out last episode, by the way. Cheers. For a second, I was like, oh, that is his cat's name, right? Or is that like his cat from Tennessee back in the day's name? I can't remember. I hope I'm right. Stubby Stubby and Leaf. That's what I thought. Yes. Um, So, Alex, you've got all these, you've got all these living things in your house. Um, You've got to sleep somewhere, right? Yeah. Have you thought about buying a mattress on the internet? No. Listen, Alex, everybody hates going to that showroom and you lay down on a mattress. Don't you hate that? Um, I bought mattresses recently. And, I mean, it was neat, I guess. <laughs> no, no, you hate that. You hate going to a store and picking out a mattress. You hate okay. You hate uh, looking at all the different mattresses and choosing an option. That's terrible. Alex, what if... What if you could have a mattress that you pick on the internet, mailed to your home, in a box the size of a mini-fridge. Hmm. I would say you just saved me hours of uh, mattress research. Yeah, I see. And that I might finally get a good night's sleep. Well, you might. I mean, granted, it's like a, it's all foam. Like there's, there's, there's no, you know, it's, it's, it's compressed to fit in a box. So that's all like, you know, some kind of weird memory foam that, you know, is, is able to really compact. So yeah, I mean, vacuum sealed. Yeah, it's vacuum yeah, sealed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's probably not the same consistency you would get if you bought like a, a normal mattress. Um, well, I've heard they've been making pretty big strides in the foam game. That's what they say, but I'm not buying it. <laughs> And you know what? Neither should you. Um, guys, you could buy a Casper mattress, um, or a Lisa mattress. Um, have somebody mail you a fucking mattress to your house. Again, that's a weird thing to receive. Think about how much your mailman's gonna hate you for that bullshit. Like, he's gonna lug this giant fucking mattress box up to your door? Fuck no. They are heavy as fuck. Yeah, like, that's a hassle. Guys, buy a mattress like a fucking adult, alright? Go to a place... Check out a mattress, see which options you like. Like, don't, don't do this, all right? And when you're not spending money on a Casper or a Lisa mattress, why don't you donate that money to the Ramjack podcast? We could actually use it. And we're not going to try to sell you a stupid mattress in a box. That's a dumb idea. (laughs) They aren't that much more inexpensive than like a straight up legit mattress. Oh, but you not get, to say that these aren't get, legit mattresses, but but you get the benefit of not having to see what it's like in a store. It's like not, a, it's like a mystery box, Alex. It really is. I mean, granted, you can try it, and if you don't like it, um, like send it back. But you can't tell me that's not a fucking hassle. Even if they come to the door and get it, like you still have to like 
I don't know how you do that. That's weird. It's something you slept on, all right? I, no, you're not sending it back. You know you're not. If anything, you're going to be like, all right, well, I guess this is the guest bed, and I'll buy another mat. Don't do it! Just give us your money. <laughs> how does that work? I don't know. It's Does a special Casper agent, like, is that a job at Casper? You have to go around the country to people's houses and then vacuum no. seal the mattress back because up? Because no you're not going to be able to ship it no any other way. No one's ever sent a mattress back. It's n uh, No, there's probably all kinds of red tape and holes you have to jump through. Like, I don't even know how it works. Like, I, guys, don't even fuck with it. All right, buy a mattress the normal way, like a human, and give us your money. When we bought a mattress recently, Brad, because we bought a king bed, which is awesome, and I highly recommend that size of bed because it's just baller. Nice. Um, we went to the mat. We went to two mattress stores. One of them was a Springbox mattress, and one of them was, I guess, a hybrid foam mattress. Mm -hmm. Both of them talked shit about the other one. It was awesome. Um, then I actually researched Casper mattresses and all the other mattresses. There was a guy at work that's like, "Dude, totally buy a Casper mattress." I bought one. It was great. Plus, if you buy one and you like, and I refer you, I get money off the next mattress. Oh. I'm like, why are you buying two Casper yeah, mattresses, wait. dog? Yeah, well, wait. I thought this mattress was so great you didn't need another one. What's <laughs> yeah, what's that about? Uh, then we just said, you know what, fuck it. And we just went to Ikea and bought a king-sized bed. Nice. Ikea's in our backyard basically now. So I was like, yeah, we'll just go over there and get it. Oh. Same price. Doesn't matter. And I get it today. Nice. <laughs> Casper, I get it in a few days. Ikea, I get it fucking now. So, thank you, Ikea. Uh, dude, can we just talk about Ikea for a second. Um, are they a sponsor of the podcast? Oh, Cause fuck Casper. Guys, thank, thanks for the money, Casper. But people are going to spend the 950 bucks they would spend on a queen mattress and just give it to us. And we give them a podcast they can fall asleep to. Yeah. It probably makes their sleeping experience disturbingly oh, so more comfortable. Better. Just so much more comfortable. our voices. Yeah. Hey. Hey, hang in there. If you fall asleep before the end of the podcast, that's okay. Yeah. Because we'll be here tomorrow. Hey, you can guys. totally just scrub through the, the recording. Yeah, we're here just, for you. Hey, just start back at the beginning. Listen to it all over again. Catch some of those jokes you might have missed the first time. It's okay. It's okay, sleepy hey. babies. Look, sleepy babies, close your eyes. And right now, do something special for yourself. Grab the top of your covers and like tuck yourself in. With oh. your eyes closed, it's almost like we're there with you. Wait, 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 though. Right before you fall asleep, pull out that credit card. Go to roundjackpodcast.com slash donate um, and uh, give us some money. Sleepy baby, sleepy baby, sleepy baby. Don't go to sleep yet. Hey, don't go to sleep up. yet. Wake Those up. aren't that heavy. Come on, wake up. Give us your money. I need you to shimmy your shake in your bed right now. That's Brad shaking you. <laughs> wake up, wake up. Wake up, sleepyhead. You got work to do. But we guarantee you what we're doing this podcast for as long as you keep, as long as uh, it keeps going. Yes. <laughs> for uh, a but while. Ikea, Ikea. Um, yes, Ikea. So, Alex, it's obvious, again, it's way too hot in Florida. Um, yeah. And you know what I enjoy doing is walking around theme parks. Uh, yeah. But this last weekend, it was 4th of July weekend. I'm not going to a fucking park on 4th of July weekend. Fuck no. No. Um, it's way too hot and they're way too crowded because everybody's in town on vacation. Um, but I did the next best thing. I went to Ikea, which like Donald Trump has his, his has his winter White House. I have my summer theme park and it's called Ikea. <laughs> Guys, I love awesome. Ikea so much. Like I, I just walk around for like three hours in an Ikea. Um, I go, I get breakfast because fucking Ikea breakfast is the best God, I love really? Ikea breakfast. Yeah. I've never had an Ikea breakfast. Dude. Okay, $3. $3, friend. No way. Best breakfast you're going to get for $3 anywhere on the fucking planet. 
you got you got some eggs, you got some breakfast potatoes, you got a couple little teenser little sausage links, um, you got like a couple of like Swedish pancakes with some jam. Get a cup of coffee. You get that coffee mug. Um, there's like a there's like a little self service machine that does like the the lattes and the cappuccinos and whatevers. Um, free refills on that. Um, listen, I've been drinking coffee forever all my life. I don't know what they put in that fucking like um automa auto automated um machine to make an americano but that thing is fucking strong <laughs> like i have really? like two of those things and i am fucking buzzing on cloud nine wow and then All i right. just walk around ikea for hours and it's so wonderful okay you, you sold me man i'm Love going it. to ikea at some point Dude. And having breakfast again, again. It's right there. I might pick it's, up another mattress while I'm there. I'm, I just, I love it. I love it so much. Like I just walk around and just, like I don't buy a thing. I'm just looking at stuff and I'm just loving it. I'm like, oh, look at that. Look at that desk. Look at that chair over there. I, I found a chair that I really want. That I'm gonna get. I'm very excited about it. Um, nice. I just looking at things. Just looking at things. I love it. All day, just walking around in IKEA. Oh, so nice. You can get lost in Ikea like that, man. I've always wanted to take, like, a camera and just, like, film little movies in each one of the, like, set-up kitchens oh, yeah. and or bedrooms. Of course. why would you not want to do that? I mean, it's the best. If you work at Ikea and you can stay there after hours and just chill and you don't do that, yeah. you're missing out. You, you're wasting an opportunity. Wasting an opportunity. Oh, Guys, I will bark. say this. That's it. That's the summer destination. Brad, hmm? says Ikea. Um. Yes? Brad, do you want to give advice really quick before we start? I know we've been we've been talking a lot. We probably do need to get into the Christmas stuff. But, That's all cool. Um, I got something from a, a dear Prudence. Oh. Okay. Prudence. Uh, here's a question. Uh... Loving, God-fearing neighbors try to be my grandkids' religious influence. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, I'm a guardian of my four grandchildren, and as their, fa- as their father was killed in a car accident last year, tragic, they live with me and next to me... Wait, they live to me... Wait, they live with me and next to my very kind and often helpful neighbors who like to have children over to visit. That's weird. Mm, Nope. (laughs) They are really cute, sweet kids. Which is fine most of the time. I don't understand... Okay, this is an older person who's a grandkid, so they're referring to the neighbors as kids as well. It's a little confusing. So let's say they're late 20-somethings, early 30-somethings. The neighbors are younger than we are and have taught the children to rollerblade, to play piano, and they gradually have, I mean, and they generally have a grand time together. However, they are extremely religious. And while I don't mind them reading Bible stories or singing kids' hymns, Ugh. Uh, if I go over to someone's house and they start singing hymns toward me, oh, I'm out. Fuck no. <laughs> As a child, I think I would have been out. Even oh. as a Jizo, I would be like, eh, I don't know, Lord of the Dance. What? I'm gone. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me j- back up for a second. So we've got some grandparents that are raising these kids, and they've yeah. got some young, cool um, neighbors that are real cool, like kids, um, teaching the kids rollerblading and how to play the piano, and also sing Jesus at them. That's a little creepy I- as 
fuck. Yeah, super creepy as fuck. There's something happening. Yes. Also, rollerblading is very different than playing piano. <laughs> yeah, this... I, uh, what does that mean, playing piano? It, me- it, it means they're, they're going after all the angles to snatch these kids, because these are preds. Definitely. Hey, you like blading? Hey, you like blading? Come on over. Hey, you want to play piano? Tickle these ivories. Oh, um, Billy, you like to rollerblade because you're a cool guy. Oh, your sister, she likes to play piano? That's cool, too. We can help with that. <laughs> we can help with that. Yeah, just come on in. Come on in. Just come on down to the basement. Hey, have you ever heard of David and Goliath? Come on to the basement real quick. Ugh. Sodom and Gomorrah, what's up? Hey, come to the basement. We're blading in ten minutes. Oh, God, no. Um, uh... Yeah, they are starting to cross a line, such as telling a five-year-old that Santa isn't real. Uh, this five-year-old still believed as of last Christmas, by the way. They also tell the five-year-old that God doesn't like Halloween because it's the it's devil worship. Okay, yeah, fuck these. Get away from these people. They're creeps. Yeah, these people are the worst. They also discourage the oldest one from dancing, telling her, you're too old to dance. What the fuck? Okay. She's ten, by the way. What are you talking about? These are crazy the people. Oh yeah, these are these are not. The kids visit one to two times a week. Nope. <laughs> Why are they ever visiting? Listen, I know you're old and don't know shit, but like you can't let like strangers like steal your kids. No, th- that's what they're doing. I'm going to start reading this as an old person because this is an old person writing this. It's nice to have them. It's nice to have these wholesome folks take no. a real interest in these kids, no. but I don't know how to tell them that the beliefs they hold, while fine for them, should should not be discussed with the children. <laughs> we don't have a particular religion we practice. I was Catholic growing up, but, but now I don't observe, and I prefer the children not feel pressured this way. You say, back off, Preds? Yeah, back off, Preds. I don't want the five-year-old to feel bad because she wants to, to be a puppy for Halloween or the are the oldest to be told she isn't behaving in a perfectly normal tween fashion. Yeah. Tween's a word they use, right? Oh, God. Like, How can I express my concern without offending these fine folks and possibly ending a long-standing neighborly relationship? Here's what you do. You go over to their house, um, <laughs> get your grandkids, take a baseball bat to their mailbox, and say, <laughs> keep, keep your fucking weirdo cult hands off my fucking kids. You smash their mailbox yeah. and say, next time, <laughs> this will be your skull. <laughs> Salt the fucking earth. Yes. They're Who creeps. They're this creeps. Is super creepy. Listen, you're, first of all, like even if even if there's nothing creepy going on, and there's definitely something going on. Yes. Um, like this is not on the up and up. This is definitely not on the up and up. Like no, all this Jesus shit. That's they're hiding something. They're always hiding something. No, no, no. Yeah, that's bull. Yeah, fuck these people. <laughs> Get them out of your life. Yeah. Two related stories. At work today, I was walking in. I looked down at the gravel pit, and someone had, if you weren't looking closely, you wouldn't even notice it, but someone had made a series of rock crosses with the gravel. Uh, why? I guess they needed their their own space, man, to, like, know that there's a cross there. Hey, this is where I go to pray. Granted, it's, like, in the main thoroughfare, so I really think it's just someone trying to be like, ooh, I'll put a cross here, and 
Maybe someone will. Yeah. Maybe it'll bring someone to Jesus. I don't know what the fuck's going uh, on, but you just gotta fuck piss that. your Jesus all over everything, don't you? <laughs> Here's leave, leave, leave a mark right here. Ah, there, there we go. Nice, nice cross. Yeah. <sighs> you have to piss your cross everywhere. <laughs> what I like to do is not go to a lavatory or a bathroom. I like to just urinate anywhere I am into the shape of a cross. I just leave the mark for Jesus. Jesus. It's for uh, Jesus. What are yeah. you talking about? There we weird go. about it. Hey, we just went blading. What's why can't me and my neighbor friend, who happens to be a fifteen-year-old girl, just make urine crosses in the yard? It's yeah. Jesus. Come on. Yikes! Yikes! Salt the earth. Destroy their mailbox with a baseball bat. Smash it up. <laughs> I love that. It's just a genius. Yes, please do that. Anyone who has a similar situation. Uh, Brad, in another similar story, or at least ah, related, um, so there was a father whose 15-year-old daughter was exchanging sexual messages with a 33-year-old man. No. Yep, that's what she was doing. Wait, how old is the child? 15 years old, (gasps) talking to a 33-year-old gross dude. Uh, Alex, we're 33-year-old dudes. But we're not gross dudes. <laughs> no, but if we were talking to 15-year-olds, we sure fuck would be. <laughs> very true, very true. Unless oh. we're, like, related to them, right? Oh, even like then, family, why are they talking to us, and why aren't we talking to them? Nothing's I guess that on, is nothing's true. right about that. Yeah, okay. Um, so the father, he decided to take matters into his own hands. Now, how did he even figure out this 15-year-old was talking to a 33-year-old? Well, he installed an app on her phone called Family Time. Which you just, you put on your phone, uh, or your victim's phone, or your child's phone, mm-hmm. and it sends you every correspondence from that device to what? your phone, unbeknownst to the person who's on the other device. Uh, how is that legal? I don't know if it is. <laughs> well, I think it's legal because, in theory, you would download the app and then you would consciously opt into it. You get around That's, a lot of stuff that no, way. It's, but if a yeah, father app, downloads no. it, yeah, no, there's nothing the app right is about not this. designed for that. It's designed for stealing and secrets. It's exact. A parental control app. This parental control app allows parents to monitor their child's cell phone calls and text messages, and can block certain apps and games. No. Also, you, it sends time. you everything that your ex-girlfriend texts. Oh yeah, definitely. Um. So they had been sexting, which is super gross to get your child's sex from an older dude and their sex back to an oh, older dude on your phone. You don't want to know. You don't want to know, but it's good. I, I guess it's good that you know, is it? so you can stop it. Well, they were having, they were going to have a liaison. They kept talking about meeting. So what this father did, unbeknownst to his daughter, take oh. over her phone. Um, he decided to get the rest of the family involved. I think what? one of his brothers, his wife. And they set up their own Chris Hansen-style sting operation. <laughs> what? They said, hey, I'm ready to meet. Let's fuck in my parents' backyard where they're out of town. I got a tent set up in the backyard. Come on over. Dude falls for it, comes over, uh, goes to the tent. He opens it, and he sees mom's there. And he's like, mom's? Mom, like, boop, blinds him with a bright light. He stumbles back. I think dad's brother tackles this guy 
They get him on the ground and they um, use um, like zip ties to restrain him. What? Call the police and then I guess just berate him for the whole time that he's there on the ground? Um, nope. nope. The police show nope. up and are like, uh, You've kidnapped okay. You've man. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, they're like, well, this is a little weird, but you're right. You got evidence here that he did this. We're going to book him. So they book him. Do they book, like, the weirdo father for all of his crimes? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this is bad all the way around. There's nothing good about this. Okay, I got a lot of the uh, the family relations mixed up when I was talking about who tackled who. So, the first nephew was the one who actually ended up jumping out of the shadows and tackling the guy. And then the dad's cousin also tackled the guy, and it was stepmoms who was actually in the tent as bait. Yeah, that doesn't change anything. This is still kidnapping and assault and creepy as fuck and way too much into your 15-year-old's, like, personal life. Hey, Brad, guess what? Mm -hmm. The 15-year-old was in the house the whole time, didn't know what was happening until it was over. <laughs> police oh. show up. Why are the police here? Oh, that 33-year-old dude you've been talking to? Yeah, we lured him to the backyard and tackled him. He's been in there with zip ties crying for the last 30 minutes. You can't do that. You can't do that. No. I don't... It's weird, right? Can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. How about you just, like, you know, raise your child in an environment where they realize that they, talking to 33-year-old dudes is, like, not a good idea? How about you just do that instead? Um... So yeah, the man was arrested on complaints of unlawful communication by the use of technology and using a phone and social media to communicate with a minor. The father said, I had a right to do what was right as a father. Fuck you. You belong in jail as well. The police said they don't recommend setting up your amateur sting operation for all the reasons. <laughs> yeah. What if this guy had a gun and he just killed he killed the stepmother and then he killed the cousin <laughs> and the only people left are the father and the daughter? Well, that's what you get for snooping on that's, your kid, I that's guess. That's what you get. That's what you get. Man, I don't. <sighs> wow. It's insane. No. Insane. Like, I, no, you, there's nothing about that that's a good idea. You're terrible. Worst parent. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, we'll talk about one other bad thing before we start getting on to a brighter and better things, Brad, because I don't know about this. So there's an app um, that's that lets people uh, consciously consent to having sex before they have sex. What? There's a lot of these. What? Uh, one of them is called We Consent. One of them is called What About No. One of them is called Empowering Victim. No, Empowering Victims is one of the organizations that makes these apps. Um, Sassy is the name of this one. And what you do is you open up your app with your partner. You both read and sign a contract. You take photo uh, photos of your IDs. And then you save the contract with a password. And then you can start having sex. Alright, this is complete fucking bullshit. Because guess what? Like, consent can be revoked at any time. So, yeah. the only thing this app does is creates a fucking a way out for asshole rapists. That's the Do you only mean a way thing out or a dialogue, Brad? Do you mean a dialogue or a way out? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Dude, fuck. The, I mean, 
I understand where it's coming from, and in some of these people who make these apps, it seems genuine, like they I are really trying to help people. I don't but buy it. help them with what? No. Because you could also easily, just if someone was unconscious, take a picture of their ID and sign their yeah. signature on something. You're like, just this giving, doesn't mean you're giving anything. cover to rapists, is what you're doing. Like, yeah. listen, Dummies. it's 2017, we all understand what consent is, and we all understand when consent is being revoked. Like, like the the only thing this app does is give cover to rapists. No. Yeah. I mean, all of these apps are hoping that they kind of spark a conversation and or stuff on college campuses. But you're right. They are detrimental. They are not good. Yeah. There is one that helps you collect evidence after you've, uh, I guess, been assaulted, which sounds like a good idea for an app because it walks you through the steps of what you need to do. Sure. With uh no consent apps no thank you that's weird that's super yeah, weird yeah that's a dangerous and how awkward dangerous is that idea. how awkward is that it, but yeah super dangerous awkward, but I more more dangerous than than awkward because all this is all this is gonna lead to is some fucking nightmare bro dude being like hey hey look at this crazy app isn't this funny uh, look at this hey hey scan your thing all right cool. Uh, then he rapes you, and he's like, "Well, no, I proved it. I got the app. Let's take yeah. that to a to an old an old white judge that like wants this kid to have a good college future or whatever the fuck Jesus. the latest excuse is for That's why so a rapist bullshit. doesn't go to jail." So fucking bullshit. Um, Brad, this is hot off the internet on Twitter. Um, have you heard about what I I need you to tell me whether this person is a monster or not? Monster. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, uh, it could be that. Uh, so this monster is someone who took a picture inside of their Chipotle bag, and within it, every ingredient to their Chipotle burrito or bowl was individually wrapped, to which they said in this tweet, started asking the folks at Chipotle to individually package my ingredients so that I can assemble it at home myself. Am I weird or am I brilliant? First ask the qu- answer the question, is he weird or is he brilliant, Brad? He can be both. You're a monster, is what you are. You're a monster. Because what all you're really doing is like creating excess garbage. Like not only that, you're holding up the Chipotle line. You're, you're and holding motherfucker, up the line. That thing, even with like this express delivery or prepaid pickup, is a is is a yeah. Is a, yeah, it's a queue you don't want to be in. Yeah, I. It's so ch- you're, Chipotle is too stressful for me as is. I've got to do online ordering, or I can't do it. It's very hard for me. Yeah. It's like it's too much. It's too much going on any of these places so Ugh. dude yeah you're not weird or brilliant you're just a fucking monster you're the worst you're a weird monster <laughs> you're the fucking worst you're not cute you're not clever go to a fucking grocery store how many times do you have to tell you people go to a grocery store hey whatever you were gonna spend on chipotle go to a grocery store give the rest to ramjack <laughs> sounds good sounds good alex you recommended a documentary to me recently oh yeah um, so on vacation, uh, we stopped in Charlotte. We flew into Charlotte and we spent the night we spent the night with my uh, wife's sister and her family. And on that night, her husband said, "Hey, have you guys seen Holy Hell? It's about uh, a ballerina cult. You're gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And yeah, I was captivated for the uh, runtime because it was pretty engrossing for 103 minutes. Yeah. Um. And it's called Holy Hell, sub uh, tagline, 22 years inside a modern cult. 
Oh, God. Like, I can't believe how the, the time period of this documentary spanning. It like, is kind of weird. I... Because I, I don't know. I just... I, it's hard to imagine, like, being in a cult for 20-plus years. Like, it's a cult... It's the most obvious cult, and I love everyone's like, you know, it's like, we, they didn't, we didn't know we were in a cult. We joked about it, like, we're the uncult. we're not even a cult. You're in a cult, <laughs> call your dad. <laughs> well, are you, are you going to call him to tell him that you uh, denounce and reject him, and that you won't be seeing him anymore? Because oh. that's what these people did. Yeah, that's not a thing cults do. Hmm. Everyone... Hmm. Watching this really makes you think that anyone may be susceptible to a cult. Ah, uh, yeah. Because these people seem perfectly normal until they start talking, and then you realize, <laughs> oh, fuck, you aren't normal. <laughs> oh, God. It's... I guess a lot of people can look normal, but also be susceptible to mind control. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm not in a cult, but I go to uh, a retreat every weekend, and I... I'm going to tell everyone in the world that I don't drop acid, but someone is definitely dropping acid. Someone is slipping acid into this Definitely. There's no way it's not happening. And not only am I going to spend, like, the majority of my time with these people, I'm also going to uh, pay the leader of this cult $50 a week for, like, regression therapy. Aggression hypnosis therapy, which isn't a thing. Which isn't real. And also, um... And I say regression therapy. Um, mostly, I mean, um, I, I pay him $50 to rape me. No, that's not my experience. I've been in this cult for 22 years, Brad. You're telling me that's happening to you? No way. Impossible. Yeah. yeah. Master could never do I mean, Michael, my therapist, could never do that to you. Um. And if he's doing it to you, why isn't he doing it to me? Oh, boy. Awkward and gross. And, Brad, you kind of just, like, ruined part of... Not ruined it, but the whole thing is, what the fuck is going on here? It's a cult, and, yeah, this guy abuses all of his cult members. I, I mean, I, you, you act like I, there's a spoiler. I feel like, first of all, it's a cult, so you know eventually yeah. somebody's getting fucked. Um, oh, yeah. Well, they even all, admitted that everyone was fucking everyone because oh, there yeah. were a lot of pretty people in this cult. Yeah, um, but, like, I this guy from day one, I'm like, oh, so who's he raping? Like, that's my question, because he's... He's a cult leader, and he's definitely raping somebody. Because, yeah. Mm-mm. Well, you knew there was something up sexually, because there's footage of him. They stress that he was all about everyone being celibate. Yeah. And the way he would talk about sex, as they mentioned in the documentary, is very juvenile. Like, he'll say something like, I I, I don't even know. How, it's It's been a week since so much has happened to me since I saw this. But he has, like, a nondescript European accent. For real. It's a real Tommy Wiseau character. Yeah, very Tommy, yeah. And he'll talk about sex being weird and gross, but yet he was having sex with all these people. Well, forcing himself on these people. But then, like, everyone in the cult was also having sex. Yeah. So, it's just a weird documentary. It's just How does this happen? What's fascinating to me most about it is just, like, the length of time. Because it's, like, for the most part, it's just the same people. For, like, for on and on and all this time. And I'm like, how... Do you not know you're in a cult? You're in the most culty cult. Like, I don't even understand how you don't get it. It's so not only not only do they do the aggression therapy, and again, it's some called people are abusing. Yeah, it's called Budafield. You go on a retreat. At one point, he talks about how some people are going to receive the knowing, which is like they get to like touch God or something. 
Everyone collapses in tears and cries. You just you dispel your 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 supposed darkest secrets, and everyone accepts you. Um, yeah, you sing songs. You do weird shit in the woods, <laughs> like dancing randomly. Um, and then you reach the second level where everyone moves to a weird place outside of L.A. or wherever they were, and then you have a a commune. Where mm-hmm. you're raising like a weird bird zoo and you're killing oh that was that affect the bird zoo no that was <laughs> they left California and they moved to fucking like Texas Texas well yeah that's the second level yeah and while you're there you're also gonna you're also gonna be I I hope at least a licensed architect on what ends up being like an auditorium slash worship hall <laughs> they built him <laughs> that was kind of weird this guy's obsessed with ballet and he forces everyone oh, to do yeah, ballet yeah. for hours a day and he I forces about them that. to they he forces them to build him a theater where they can perform their giant like ballet performances which they perform only for themselves there's no public coming to see these shows no and they practice them forever and they perform them once elaborate costumes uh, let's use all your talents. Are you good at videos? Great. You're going to document everything. You're also going to make my music video. You're also going to make other weird music videos. Like, what the fuck is a cult, man? How could you be cool with this? It is so bizarre. Like, guys, check out this doc. Check it out. They also relocated to Hawaii, where it's still going on. <laughs> how does it continue to persist? Like, how can this guy ensnare these I'm just weak-minded people these vulnerable people yeah it's it's upsetting like I can't think of like what would get me to join a cult I can't think I'm just not a cult person I left religion and stuff like I don't see me ever getting into that again ever well well Alex um you know I could probably help you find some of the answers um, that you're missing in the world. Um, huh? It's going to take a donation uh, to uh, Ramjack Podcast. Um, oh. And I can put you on the path to enlightenment. Guys, if you're thinking about giving your money to a cult or something that's definitely not a cult, why don't you instead give that money to us? Yeah, call your dad. Well, give us money and then call your dad, right? Call your dad. Barnaby, borrow some money from dad and give it to us. Yeah. We'll talk you through it. We're talking through you right now. You don't yeah. need a cult. Hey. And if... If you're ever in a group of people and they joke about it being a cult, it's a cult. Run. Definitely a cult. <laughs> There's no way it's not a cult. They're just making you comfortable with the fact you're in a cult. Most people will try to make you comfortable with something that's a little weird. They'll test you on it. And when they say cult, that's your first, that's the red flag. Look for red flags. Oh Brad boy, Jack this is, is telling you to look for the red flag. This is real crazy. I mean, it's, people will think we're in a cult, uh, but we're clearly not, right? Not a cult at all. No. <laughs> we just all put this weird mouthpiece in our mouth, and we hit a button, and we brush our teeth for ten minutes. Oh boy. Or ten seconds. It's not a cult at all. Yay! Cult. It's what we do. Um. By the cult. way, I'm giving you new names. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fun. It's. So weird, but yeah. I, I'd recommend watching it. Definitely. The the most jarring part, like I, when you find out what the master used to do, they call him lovingly the master, uh, the guy in charge of the cult. Um, but he had a career, and he had a career before he became the master. And when they show that, like the hard cut to what that is, is so graphic, censored, but super graphic. It's ju- you just start laughing. It's like it's hilarious. That's pretty bonkers. 
pretty bonkers. Guys, we've talked about a lot of crazy stuff on this show. Um, and I'm sorry because it's Christmas in July. <laughs> Indeed. Happy holidays! Happy holidays! Let's bring him some holiday cheer, Brad. Let's do it. So, what were we? What did we watch? Guys, this week we watched The Wish That Changed Christmas. Which I remember from childhood. I've seen this before. That's crazy. I have I never seen say this. That I, that I almost want to say that I've seen it recently, because I remembered a lot of aspects from it. Really? This I this is I had never seen this before. Um, uh, Jonathan found a playlist on YouTube of like uh, like TV Christmas specials, and we'll be hitting a few of those over the next couple of weeks. Um, but this this was the first one, and it jumped out to me purely because it has a McDonald's framing sequence for some reason. Yeah, that's weird. Um, yeah. So let's let's get into this thing. Um, we. St- Start off with Ronald McDonald. Um, Singing Ronald McDonald. He has pictures that kids have drawn of McDonald's things on his wall. Sure. He he welcomes monsters. Uh, these aliens they call Fry Guys. Oh, uh, I like I like cr- these crazy like early '90s uh, McDonald's commercials. Like that's I I really remember this stuff. Uh, how could you forget oh. the one where uh, that we've seen many times before, where they find a star? <laughs> I yeah. don't remember what grimace does. Grimace want to eat it? I remember whatever they want to do is kind of bullshit. Well, no, they they Birdie uh, and Birdie, grimace just, Birdie and grimace like want to give it to Ronald as a gift. We'll give it to Ronald. He'll love it. We found a Gosh, refugee can... star that's fallen to Earth. Um, it may be dying. Hey, let's give it to Ronald as a gift. And by Ronald, they mean their master. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's not a cult, guys. It's cool. <laughs> it's not a cult at all. Fry guys, come on in. It's time for your weekly uh, hypnotic, uh, yeah, therapy. We're yeah. gonna talk about a Christmas. Uh, we're gonna talk about a wish that changed Christmas. So, okay, now this is what's fucking weird about this. First of all, this special has two framing sequences. Um, one of which is Ronald McDonald and the Fry Guys, but it doesn't quite work. Because they they come in and Ronald's like, hey, uh, let me tell you guys a story. Um, and they're like, okay, but before you do, could you get us some cocoa and a blanket and all this stuff? And Ronald's like, okay, well, I'll be right back. And it seems to me like this is where you should break for commercial and then come back to the framing sequence where Ronald says, once upon a time. But that's yeah. not what happens. No. Is that Ronald goes to get them their accoutrements, seemingly for what I thought was a commercial break, and we just jump into this animated feature. Ronald never starts reading the story, so no. this framing sequence isn't even framing properly. Um, yeah, it's a weird bookend. Speaking of bookends, and once Ronald's house is weird. I mentioned the pictures on the wall. Two of them are of Ronald, like he has pictures of himself on this wall. Mm-hmm. He has a picture of Fry Guys, and then there's like a picture of Hamburglar. Oh wow! That a kid drew. Was there a scene where Hamburglar did something that was cut out? Because he's the only character that's on the wall that's not in the thing. Hmm. Ronald also has a license plate on his bookshelf that just says clown. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, There was something else on it. He also has, like, weird, like, cut out. He has shoe. He has clown shoe bookends. Yeah, he does. He does. Like, yeah. And, and, And after that, he goes and gets in that. And then they start the wish that changed Christmas. And then there's the second framing device, right? Right. Yeah, so... Now, yeah. 
Okay, go ahead. This is based on the story of Holly and Ivy. Oi. Yeah, I don't... I, I love based on, like, so apparently we're not sticking true to the source material. No. That um, story... I want you to tell me how that story actually ended at the end of this episode, well, Brad. Because we be- have, let's explain it to him first. Yeah, because this is... Alright, first of all, this is a weird fucking Christmas special. Like, th- first of all, everybody's a sad sack. <laughs> which yep. I think is hilarious. But also, like, there's too much shit in this special. <laughs> like, here's here's what you get to have in your Christmas special. You either get to have a mopey, um, mopey orphan on Christmas... Um, uh-huh. meets a sad old lady, or you get to have a magical toy that's looking for an owner for Christmas. Alright? Yeah. You don't get to have both of those things. And you certainly don't get to have a subplot about, like, the kid that works at the toy shop, and the cop who hates his wife, and the, <laughs> the, and the guy that apparently runs a Christmas shop that's narrating this story like an evil witch. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. There's too much shit happening. Um, yeah. But we start off with our second framing device, and we've got this narrator who seemingly just runs a Christmas shop. And he's like, hey, uh, a lo- um, so many, many miles away, once upon a time, something happened. Um, so first of all, this is happening concurrently. So yeah. I, this guy is a warlock or something. <laughs> he knows what's happening elsewhere, and I don't like it. <laughs> um, and what's happening elsewhere is our favorite scenario that we've seen before. Oh is yeah, orphanage. It's, it's it's closing day at the orphanage. <laughs> We're closing for the holidays. This is when the orphan didn't find a home for the holidays. All these other orphans got picked up by grandmas. That's 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 a very weird part of this. Um, I also love that this kid looks out a window. Uh, watching the other kids get on buses, get going, loading up in their cars to go to grandma's house. And then we pan out, and she's standing in front of a large, large window. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is this window so huge? I don't know. P.S. It's animated, so I guess you have technically all the budget in the world, or your imagination is the limit. It just seems like an odd choice. Yeah. Well, there's nothing but odd choices in this. It's fucking weird. And yeah, and this teacher woman that apparently runs this orphanage is like, oh, I forgot all about you. All the other kids have found places to go for the holidays because this orphanage is closing up for Christmas. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot about you. I'd take you home myself, but I'm going to go visit my sister. And she's like, what to uh, do with you? She's like, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, I-, I got a grandmother. And this woman's like, no, you don't. And she actually looked it up. She's like, no, you don't have a grandmother. Stop lying, you stupid bitch. I mean, really, she's just a kid who's, like, obviously needing to cope with this. And this woman doesn't give her anything. She's like, oh, it's cool, though. We'll send you to the baby orphanage. Yeah. They <laughs> never I guess somebody still works at the baby orphanage because they're babies. I guess. I love that the book that she turns, because she's like, hmm, grandmother, let's see. Oh, no grandmother. She turns to two blank pages. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's kind of mean. This is the list of all your relatives. See, it's oh, blank, you stupid none. orphan. Hey, this is an orphanage. Take a hint. You don't have a grandmother. We, we flash back to a time when this girl apparently, either she spent time in this baby orphanages as a... a like as a little tween and it was a nightmare for her or she's imagining what it would be like there I don't know it's not clear 
Not at all. So, um, the teacher was like, oh, listen, ah, uh, I'm just gonna put you on a train to go to the baby orphanage. Um, sorry, I can't go with you. I got Christmas shit to do. So, um, stay on the train to the last stop, alright, child? Uh, P.S. It's a regular Anne of Green Gables, Sitch. <laughs> it is. P.S. Here's a Christmas present. So take it. Uh, well, when you say P.S., it's almost like, oh, fuck, I almost forgot. You're on the train and it's leaving. Here's your Christmas present. <laughs> the only one you'll get. Yeah. You poor orphan. Uh, and this sad, this sad sack orphan girl. I mean, she is queen of the sad sacks. Um, but she's like, I sure do wish I had a doll, a Christmas doll. It would just be mine. It would be so great. Hey, I wonder if this present's a Christmas doll. I'll open it. Oh, it's a pencil case. Cool. Well, yeah, and the fact that she has to, like, make her friend and, like, she breathes on the window to, like, get it heat and get fog, and then she draws someone to talk to on the train. Like, this girl obviously <laughs> has issues and needs help. Oh, it's super sad. Such a sad sack. Uh, then we cut to uh, Blossom's toy store. Yeah. And here we're in another cartoon altogether. Like, I don't even know what's happening. Um, there's an owl voiced by Jonathan Winters um, that's real over the top. And he's telling this doll that she's garbage and no one's ever going to want her. She's a Christmas doll. And tomorrow's Christmas. And if nobody buys her today, she's going into fucking inventory and she's going to have to fucking deal with it. Yeah, like this owl may have been many years in a row, we suspect. Is it is the um, owl, like, a seasonal item? Like, what's happening? I think an owl is timeless, right? Yeah, why is the owl going into inventory after Christmas? There's a lot of weird things, like... Something happened to the owl, but we don't get enough of his character development at all. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of funny when the owl looks at her and says, What are you doing? And she says, I'm wishing. <laughs> oh, doll. I get it, because this is a Christmas special where wishing means something. Oh, I mean, even questioning it because they're toys talking to each other is one thing. But it's kind of silly. Uh, yeah, that's something that they keep. It keeps coming up as a theme in this. Is our as our creepy narrator witch just keeps saying wishes are fine as long as you don't rely on them. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there is a weird, like harsh message in this. That wishes are fine, just don't get too comfortable with those wishes. All right, you gotta do some fucking legwork, which I think is a yeah. good message. But the way they keep saying it is very weird. As long oh, as you yeah. don't rely on them. Don't get too comfortable with those fucking wishes. Those wishes will let you down, damn it. Not in this not in this special. I mean, fuck everything I just said about that. Wishes will work here, but this yeah. is a cartoon, kids. Hi. So the toy store owner um employs a young boy. Um he also gets toys confused with food. Which is kinda weird. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway. Um, yeah, at one point he's like, hey, uh, wrap this up for Mrs. Johnson. He's like, your bologna sandwich? Oh, sorry, I meant this. First of all, why, why is this dude eating... Why is he eating a bologna sandwich? A. Um, two. Uh, why is he eating a bologna sandwich on the floor at work? Like, gross, gross. Like, this is an Epcot. What are you doing? Brad, yeah. You're gonna tell me that this bologna sandwich isn't just as good as any of that shit you get off Blue Apron? <laughs> you pay crazy amounts for? Ugh, guys, you get don't, with it. You don't have to eat bologna sandwiches. You don't have to eat Blue Apron. Just give us your money. We'll help. We, we'll help a lot. 
Um, so this owl is basically just like telling this doll to get real. <laughs> He's telling her wishes are okay, but don't rely on them. I, um, we're also uh, again we're also doing the whole thing where the toys come alive when the when the people aren't looking. True. Uh, until they do. More on that in a moment. Exactly. So, which, uh, yeah, the Doctor Strange of the story basically says, hey guys, sometimes, uh, wishes need help. Oh, hey, policeman. And the policeman's like, oh, hey, um, doctor. And then he trips over a cord and he causes I, a short in the, like, the yeah. lights that light up the Christmas tree. Here's the thing. It says... Wait, go ahead. If 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 a black narrator talking to the audience, um, then says, "Hey, police officer," and that police officer trips, um, you're not gonna tell me that narrator isn't gonna be murdered immediately. <laughs> like you humiliate a white police officer in that sort of way, where he trips over something. Mm-mm. Nope. Dead. I mean, Brett. Yeah, but this is <laughs> this is a this is a fun child's. Well, is this a child's thing? I, this is. This I'm just saying, really Alex, heavy, dark themes. I wish, would say, wish but, all you want, but don't rely on your wishes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets off the train, which they specifically told her not to do. Which is okay; it'll work out this time, well, she, kids. But. No, no, Alex, we can't skip over this. So when the cop trips over the wire, some mm-hmm. of the lights go out in the tree. So now the tree says, "Merry Christmas, I V Y." And this girl sitting, this dummy, dummy, sad sack <laughs> sitting on the train is like, Merry Christmas, Ivy, Ivy, Ivy. Hey, my name's Ivy. Yeah. Oh, kid. Okay, little orphan. I guess you're not getting the best education in Orphansville. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets off, her train leaves. She's like, well, fuck it. This town wants me here. I'm going to go around and see what's going on. Oh, Christmas is happening. Hello, everyone. Have it's- you seen my grandmother? Bitch, you know you don't have a grandmother. I Like, the fact she gets off the train, like, oh, maybe my grandmother is here. Maybe my grandmother's looking for me. You. This is a level of, like, self-delusion oh, that God. is not okay to tell kids this- is okay. No, this is... This is psychopathy. There is something very wrong. I get it. I get it. But this is very wrong. (laughs) While she's running around uh, this town, the police officer runs into his wife, his barren wife. You know, I wish we had kids. Yep. (laughs) And he just keeps going. She's like, hey, maybe we could get a Christmas tree and decorate it this year. He's like, oh, what's the point? It's not like we got kids or anything. It's just a waste of money. Like, fuck you. You're such an asshole. I mean, it's it's the holidays. Let your wife have a Christmas tree. Yeah. I put up a tree last year. It was fun. Oh, you're the worst, you fucking monster. I, the... I love how dismissive, because she's like sticks with it as she should. She's like, uh, well, what about what about it? And he's like, we'll talk about this later. Ugh. Just so dismissive. Yeah. Um, yeah, the policeman's wife goes down the street, sees a toy in the window, the doll that the owl was berating. is like, oh, that's such a pretty doll. I wish I had a daughter that I could give that doll to. And the doll blinks its eyes, and she's like, oh, fuck. Is it like one of those new animatronic dolls? 
That's she, cool, I guess. She but I don't seems, have a daughter, so I shouldn't worry about it. She seems genuinely terrified that the doll blinked at her. Wouldn't you be? It's a doll. Dolls blink. That's the thing the dolls do. It's not... Not all dolls blink, man. But if you I saw mean, a doll blinking, do. would you think, oh my god, this is scary? Or would you think, oh, it's a doll that blinks? Well, I think it's a doll that blinks. Yeah. Unless it did it in a scary way. <laughs> if I'm talking about I wish I had you to give to... I, I wish I could get you for Vera, but I can't for some reason. And then the doll winked at me. It creeped me out just for the briefest of seconds. Yeah, but this isn't wink. It's just blinking. Like, it's it's not a wink. It's just blinking. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know what? Yeah. I, this woman is a little taken aback, and then she goes off and does her thing. Ivy, in the, uh, uh, in the meantime, is running around asking every old person, Hey, are you my grandma? To which the old people are confused. She runs up to Balloon Lady, this old woman selling balloons, and the woman's like, Uh, I don't have a granddaughter. Uh, do you want a balloon? <laughs> Ivy buys one. Yeah. Um, we so fast forward to the... The, uh, the, the policeman's wife, um, decides to go ahead and buy all the Christmas decorations anyway from the witch. Oh, she's um, in trouble. So, uh... Well, then we have the, uh, tired, uh, toy store owner who decides to, uh, entrust his toy store with a child he hires. Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, kid, deliver these packages, lock up. Um, if you do good, maybe pick out a toy for yourself, man. You've earned it. Yeah, and he's like, well, I, I'm like, I'm not a kid. I don't want a toy. But I do like the idea of being important and in charge. Let me start putting these toys up. Yeah, so he, he, he decides to, instead of putting the uh, um, the owl and the Christmas doll into the box to go into inventory, he's like, oh, we'll just leave them out for tonight. And then he goes, grabs his coat, and starts on his way out. What about all those packages that you've got to deliver? Oh, he does pick those up. Never mind. He, he does end up. up picking them up, but you're right. There's a moment where I'm like, nope, he's not going to do it. He yeah. already botched it, Peter. That's his name. Well, he, does, he doesn't realize he has a hole in his pocket, which is large enough for a giant key to fall through. Yeah, seriously. It also decides to start snowing a lot heavier when he does it, and it the snow covers the key up instantly. This kid never had a chance. No. Christmas Town is closing, May Maysville or whatever, and the girl has a balloon. She's just walking around. And so then she's like walking around windows. She's like, I'm, I'm looking for my grandmother. I've just got to find a house that has a tree, um, but no children. That'll be where my grandmother is, waiting for me. God, you're, you're too old to be this insane. What's wrong yeah. with you? It's pretty nuts. Oh. The owl and the Christmas doll are in the window. The same old, same old. She's like, is that a little girl running down the street? The owl says, shut up. We're going to go in a box. We're going to be friends for like the rest of the year until next year. So just chill. Get used to my crankiness. It's so fucking weird. At so, first, I thought the owl wasn't a toy, but just like a real owl that was just an asshole. Yeah. At one point, Ivy like comes up to the to the toy store and is like, oh my god, my that's my Christmas doll. And then the doll's like, that could be my Christmas girl. Like, what are we talking about? Um, Ivy misses her second train because she's looking for a grandmother or whatever the fuck. Well, at this point, she's just running around town and looking into houses. Oh, she's wandering she's the menace. street in the cold. <laughs> this, like, f freezing little orphan child. Little lunatic. <laughs> like, oh. Um, to the policeman's credit, we go to 
a scene where they're at home and his wife put the tree up and everything and he hasn't said anything about it. He doesn't yeah. say that was a waste of money, that was stupid. He's like, alright, that's cool. He needs to hang the star on top of the tree because he's the man of the house. Right, right, obviously. I mean, even though they seem to be about the same height, but, uh... Yeah, um, Orphan Kid basically is like, well, fuck, I guess I'm just gonna have to find a place where I can just post up and stay warm uh, it and is, sleep. Like, it is just... I mean, it's just desolately sad, this little sad sack orphan, like, freezing to death. Like, I just need to find shelter so I don't freeze. Oh, yeah. She finds the key that uh, Peter dropped, and the next morning, I guess it's Christmas morning, she wakes up, she conveniently uh, slept in the alley beside the toy store. Peter's there with a cop and is like, dude, I lost the key. The toy store owner's gonna never trust me again, and all I want to be is an adult. The policeman's like, we'll find it. Orphan girl comes out. I got the key, guys. That's cool. Looks like nothing was stolen. That's neat. Hey, kid, do you belong to anybody? Well, no, mister. Cool. Guess what? You're coming home. You're mine now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Because this girl's like, I'm trying to find my grandmother. He's like, uh-huh. You know what I think you need? I think I need to take you back to my place to warm up. What? Yeah. I think you need to stop dancing. I think we should take up rollerblading, and I think you should come to my house. I'm going to that police officer's house with a fucking baseball bat. I'm going at his <laughs> mailbox right now. Hey! Hey! Get that orphan out here right now! Bring that orphan out of here! Oh, Brad is so mad, you motherfucker. Get that orphan out here right now! Oh, boy. It is so weird. Uh, meanwhile, little Peter at the toy store is like, Hey, uh... My boss said I can have a toy for 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 a bonus, but I don't want a toy. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give the that that girl that found the key a toy as a present for helping me out. All right. Okay, I, that's. I, I'm glad we're finding a way to tie all this shit together because it's too much. It's too much. Oh yeah, I mean, good on this kid. Um, but what doesn't it? it it quickly derails itself because he reaches for the doll to give to the girl, and then the owl comes to life and then attacks the boy. Yeah. And the boy just, like, fights it and puts it in a barrel and is like, that was weird. Caps the barrel and just goes on his li living life. You were attacked by a toy owl. That is super fucking weird. At the place you work, and it doesn't even phase him. Well, he's all, this kid is also, like, so freaked out about losing this key that, like, he showed up to work on Christmas Day. <laughs> no time for toys. I got a savings bond, which is pretty good, I guess. But I got work to do. I guess. Ugh, it is bizarre. Um, so, yeah, so, oh. cop is, uh, walking, um, little, little orphan Ivy, um, to his place. And all of a sudden, she stops because she looks in the window and is like, oh, Hey, there's a house with a tree and no children. First of all, how do you know there's not children in that house? It's like, I think this is my grandma's house. Thank you, mister. But I'm safe now at grandma's. Can you ring the doorbell for me? And the cop is like, uh, no need. I live here? <laughs> and so he oh, lets... shit. They go in, and he calls his wife and, uh, there's someone here to see you. And this fucking weirdo orphan is like, Hello, can I ask you a question? Well, sure, dear. Can that be my Christmas tree? <laughs> what? 
Excuse me? Um, Can this be my house and my family? Can I, you be my grandma? It's just, like, the fact that, like, no explanation just starts off with, nope. Can that be my Christmas tree? You, you want to take my Christmas tree? I mean, you're a kid, I guess. Cool. Honey, who is this girl? Is this, what is happening? Is she okay? And then she's like, Will you be my grandma? You can think it over. First of all, like, I feel like if we're gonna do this grandma thing, we need to make this cartoon a little older looking. Like, I mean, like, put some gray in this woman's hair, because I feel like both of these, like, both the cop and his wife both have brown hair. I mean, their voice, they sound like they could be older people, but I'm like, I just imagine these are just, like, people in the, their, their mid to late 30s. Oh, well, they do have, like, gray hair on their temples. Oh, do they? Okay. But not a lot. And yeah. it's, it's, if it's, you... It's a young grandma, grandpa situation. <laughs> like, kid, orphan, if you want to get in good with this new family, don't call them old. Yeah, seriously. They're definitely no one in not history grandma is like old. that. Yeah. Like, oh, so... Can you be my grandma? Well, I could have been your mom, you idiot. <laughs> But you call me grandma. <laughs> so how about I be the person that sends you back to the orphanage, bitch? No. Uh, so they're like, well, of course. And then um, little Peter comes by and is like, hey, uh, here's that thing you ordered, um, I, which I don't understand. I, I don't know if he's trying to play it cool. I guess that's what's happening. Oh, definitely. Peter's he, trying to be savvy. He's trying to be like an adult, man. But there's just so much confusion happening. Nobody knows what's going on. And she's like, oh, this is for me? And um, uh, Grandma's like, I guess. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I mean, the strangest this, stuff just happened this morning, this, so this anything's woman, possible. This woman put up a Christmas tree, is trying to celebrate this, even though her husband hates her. Like, so he works nights, by the way. They live opposite hours altogether. They never speak. They hate each other completely. Um, she's trying to, she's realizing everything that's wrong in her life. She puts up a Christmas tree to have some joy. Um, she's so desperately lonely. She, she decides to make breakfast for her husband for when he gets home from work, even though he'll just eat his food and then go to bed and not speak to her for the the rest of the day and she'll be watching fucking like Christmas specials on TV and crying all of a sudden um, he comes in with some random orphan kid who wants to take her Christmas tree and then wants to call her grandmother even <laughs> though she's 42 um, <laughs> then another kid rings her doorbell shows up with a package says hey here's that thing you ordered and then the orphan takes it and says this is for me uh, yeah, that's for you, I guess. I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> it's the doll. The kid loses it. She's beside herself. Peter looks on the situation and is like, all right. He kind of just waves goodbye to the grandparents. Well, <laughs> the, the newly minted grandparents and just leaves. He's got work to do at the shop. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um... Happily ever after. Oh. <sighs> I guess. And so then our um, witch narrator is like, "Oh, and by the way, everything, uh, you know, sometimes wishing uh, don't don't wishes need help sometimes. You you got to do some shit to make I you know what? Just, just calm the fuck down, all right? Everybody live your life. Also, uh, they decide to adopt Ivy. Cool. Glad, I guess. I don't know. 
That was weird. It's super. Well, he ends it with everyone got what they wanted. He recaps the whole uh, episode. And then at the end, he says, in my wish, which to me was the moment I got scared. <laughs> what does this witch man want? What does he need from us, Brad? He's like, my wish is that each and every one of you have a happy, merry Christmas. I, I, I thought he was going to say, um, and my wish is that I could finally rest in peace. <laughs> but instead, I'm forced to walk these wastes. <laughs> that would have been fucking amazing. <laughs> oh. I'll get you guys later. Oh. I'll continue uh, rambling along. And again, I can't stress be careful what you wish for. <laughs> oh no. He's the creature from Wishmaster. <laughs> Um, so it ends, credits, but it isn't over, Brad. Oh, no. Because we got to go back to that framing sequence of Ronald McDonald that wasn't a framing sequence. Now, yeah. he's been reading a book. Um, I wonder if it's the same story we heard. I don't know. Um, I feel like this was... I, I don't even know if these are necessarily attached. I feel like this may have been designed so they could just slot in any Christmas special whatsoever. Oh, definitely. Um, it's very bizarre. And so Ronald's like, hey, books are great. I love books. And he pulls a stack of books off his shelf, and then he suspends them in midair. Because he's magic. He's not too unlike the uh, witch man. Oh, one and the same. They're similar evil spirits. Take a look, Brad. Discover a book. He, the first one he grabs is about baseball. How many boring-ass books are there about baseball? Oh, I God. Too damn many. <laughs> is it about statistics? Or are there fictional books about baseball teams? And if... I've never seen any of these. Oh, God. What a fictional, like, retelling of a fictional baseball game. That has to exist, right? Oh. There has to be books about... Well, do sports kids read that much? Oh, and then Jim Boggins uh, stepped up to the plate. <laughs> Jim Boggins? That's right. Jim Boggins. He's, Go ahead. He's, don't let me stop you, friend. Oh, well, he's, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's everyone's favorite all-American um, playing on the, for the Minnesota Flapjacks. I want to read a, I want to read a young adult Jim Boggins book. This year, oh. I think it's called Jim Boggins: The Playoffs. Oh God, <laughs> Jim I'm... Boggins: Minor Leagues. God, that would just be the worst. I don't think that exists, man. It I have can't. never. And look, I've been. There are so many books on Amazon now. Like we are in the golden age of just entertainment literature. But I don't think I've ever seen anything about sports, kids. Choose your own adventure, Jim Boggins sports. baseball game. <laughs> All right, so uh, Jim stepped up. If if he if it was a curveball, turned to page whatever the fuck. If he swung at a if he swung low and outside, turned to page forty eight. Oh God. If he waited, because if he waited for the perfect pitch, turned to page five. <laughs> the old Jim Boggins book series. Jim Boggins. Fuck Jim you. Boggins strikes out, which is followed by Jim Boggins tries basketball. <laughs> I kind of like this, Brad. I think you should... Let, I think that's a good idea. Jim, Jim Boggins, choose your own ping pong adventure. <laughs> Jim Boggins, one of these sports will get me into college eventually. Book 12. <laughs> Jim Boggins was 33, but undeterred. <laughs> Jim Boggins, sports scholarship, question mark? 
<laughs> Jim Boggins, volunteering at the community center. <laughs> I mean, yes. I would love for someone to do that. Uh, amazing. So that's the first book. The Jim Boggins books, Ronald brings it out right away. And the Fry Guys are like, fuck this Jim Boggins shit. <laughs> kids don't, kids who play sports don't read books. Truth. They live it. Uh, then he brings out a book about fish that's an aquarium. Um, yeah, that's called an aquarium. Yeah, aquarium. That's, that's, that's not a book, Ronald. And then there's a book about airplanes that's flying across the room of its own accord. Now, um, there are books about airplanes. I give him that. That's true, but they do not fly of their own accord. <laughs> oh, he's like, hey, but I got a special one that's just for you guys. And it's a pop-up book that says, Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Ding dong ding. Happy Holidays. I love, I will say I love when he opens it because it's like a, a pop-up book. Um, that there's a little family of what look like raccoons or other animals building a snowman or by a log yeah. and they're looking up over their shoulders and it looks like they're looking up at Ronald as if he's just opened a world and these creatures are like what the fuck is that thing in the sky <laughs> holy shit it's is our god crown? it's our new god we will call him master <laughs> what are these other weird tendril like things does he call them fry guys they are his apostles we will dance for them <laughs> Are you pleased? Oh. And that's 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 the wish that changed Christmas, ladies and oh gentlemen. Oh my god, it's an amazing array of sad sacks. It's PBS. That's what they say at the very end. I'm so glad we watched this. Oh yeah, it's a fun time. It was it was good to go down memory lane. Um, you guys want to watch a family circus Christmas, right? Yes, next episode. Will we get to that? I don't know, but we'll try, guys. Ooh. We'll definitely try. Yes, most definitely. Guys, thank you for listening to Ramjack. It's been a fun episode. It's always a fun time with Brad. Glad to be back. Um, good to have you back, friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, all kinds of stuff you can do to get in contact with us. Um, you can go to our website, ramjackpodcast.com. You can find links to everything there you would ever need. Uh, the wiki... You can go to the Facebook group from there, and you'll want to join that. That's a fun time. Absolutely. Um, you can not buy a Casper mattress or a Blue Apron subscription or any of those things there, but you can donate with the donate button, right? That's on the website directly. Yes, it is. It's right there. Um, yeah, beyond that, um, there's a phone number. There's an email address. Get at us with some stuff. We'd like to hear from you guys. Indeed, indeed. And guys... <laughs> No matter what Mr. Boggins across the street tries to get you to do. <laughs> Don't roll away with your neighbor. Oh, washed up Boggins. <laughs> Out of all the summer activities you can do, do not rollerblade with your weirdo neighbors. Okay, weird- wait, what's the, what's the baseball player's name again? Ah. Uh. I have already forgotten. Is it Jeff Boggins? Boggins? Something Boggins? Something Boggins. It's either Henry Boggins, Jeff Boggins. Well, I mean, I'm sure his brother's named Henry. That's a whole other book series. Oh, you know what? Never mind. Um, and guys, <laughs> Boggins boys. <laughs> Don't. It's a double feature. They're twins. Oh, fuck. Why can't we remember his name? We just talked about it. Um... And guys, listen, you don't have to follow the lead of old Boggins. <laughs> old Boggins.
<laughs> old Grandpa Boggins. <laughs> old, never quite ma- got a scholarship Boggins. <laughs> <laughs> Kept trying. Kept trying. Blew his knee out the first season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and his and his uh, and his uh, rotator cuff. Oh no, poor Boggins, uh, poor Grandpa Boggins. Oh, he's a mess now. He's just a fucking mess. <laughs> Barely get around, poor Boggins. <laughs> the Boggins boys, <laughs> Henry and Peter Boggins. <laughs> oh, I can't remember his name. Henry loves basketball with all his heart. Too bad Boggins don't play bait, but ba- basketball. <laughs> they have baseball, <laughs> folks. <laughs> but this summer, everything could change for the Boggins boys. Walt Disney Pictures presents <laughs> the Boggins boys. <laughs> do, 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 do. I don't want to play football, Dad. You're a Boggins, ain't you? <laughs> you got what side of the road you belong on, kid. We didn't grow up on Bramble for <laughs> not playing football. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>